Hello, Potter Than Hellions. Welcome. Damn, wrong podcast. Hey, this is Steve from the Potter Than Hell podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the Shout It Out Loud cast. But before we get going, I want to ask my guy something. BC, are you feeling low with no place to go? Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm going to scream. Hey, BB, do you recall Days in the City? Yeah, and I think back, oh, what a pity. And hey, Dylan, do you feel uptight on a Saturday night? Yeah, man, my heater's broken. I am so tired. Well, I'm going to throw another log on the fireplace and listen to the Shout Out Loud cast. Oh, yeah. Steve, stand by my side, and I'll be next to you. Oh, God, shut the fuck up, BC. What's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loud Cast. Episode 134. Kiss Clues 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Every time there's a sequel, you know what's coming. Yeah. Oh, Tom, boy. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, we're both exhausted right now. Oof. After being up all night last night playing Kiss Clues. <laughs> oh. Boy, you guys in for something tonight or today, whenever you listen to this oh. episode. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, uh, kiss clues with the boys. Yeah. But uh, we usually start this episode with a little feedback. So last week we did kiss and Dawn Lane. Mm-hmm. Was an Australia TV show, and they had an appearance by Gene Simmons from Kiss. And this is Ace Frehley. Uh, and uh, we got a lot of Aussie love on this episode, and I love yeah. it. We love our Australian fans. Where are you, Australian fans? Where are you? Show us your hands. Woohoo! There you go. All right. So we got the poll here. So the poll, we try to get creative because I'll tell you right now, we're lucky that a lot of our episodes are very conducive to having a fun poll. This one was tricky. So we just tried to get creative. So we said, you know, this was Ace and Gene on a TV show. And so we said, what duo from the original four would you want to see on a talk show? So we came up with Gene and Paul, Ace and Peter, Gene and Ace, Paul and Peter. And of course, the two rebels won Ace and Peter with 43%. Gene and Ace, as appearing on the Don Lane show, with 28%. Gene and Paul at 15%. And Paul and Peter at 14%. So, no surprise. People love uh, Ace and Peter, the bad boys. Uh, Gerald, not Saul Rosenberg, says Paul and Peter. Paul could just sit there looking disgusted while Peter curses him out for an hour. It would be the Yucko and Fucko show. <laughs> King Kusano, Ace and Peter, only because I've never seen one of just the two of them, and I think I could be it could become comical. Or Vinnie Vincent and Don Felder. <laughs> Him and his Don Felder shit. Lee Bruton, Ace and Peter. Now that would have been a talking point for the Kiss Army. Mark Frazier says, thinking Paul and Peter would be hilarious. Peter could then ask how his soul station is charting. 
Sonny Pooney says, I want the dirty dirt. Ace and Peter for me. Uh, Ace Feardy on Twitter says, Paul and Peter, just to be awkward. Then JR responds with an hour of Paul's who fodded face. (laughs) (laughs) Harper says, how about Ace and Peter on a special episode of Jerry Springer? The quote, you wear my makeup and I want you to stop episode. They interview Ace and Peter. Then the crowd starts chanting Jerry. Then they bring out Tommy and Eric in full makeup and chaos ensues. (laughs) Come on, that's mean. Benjamin Laird, Ace and Paul, Alessandro Rook, of course, Ace and Peter. And not while sober, give them a <laughs> give them a handle of Jack Daniels and a couple of bumps of booger sugar and let it roll. Ask them for feedback on Paul's outfits from the eighties music videos. <laughs> oh, our buddy Steve says Ace and Peter get my vote, even though it would never happen. While Gene and Paul still have a hole in their arse. Oh God, gotta love it. Then we'll get to some quick uh, episode-specific comments here. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed this. I, we did, too, because it was just different. You know, It was just unusual. Uh, Gerald says, again, I love how Ace came running on stage as if a guy was holding up a free beer sign while pimping a singing frog. By the way, I found Waldo in the crowd. He <laughs> takes a screenshot of the crowd. Um, Deputy Van Halen. The reason Paul was in New Zealand, he was visiting his actress girlfriend, Leslie Ann Down of the 80s miniseries, The Thornbirds. Okay. Also, that extreme slander is terrible. Three Sides to Every Story is the best Queen album not done by Queen. Okay, that's not a ringing endorsement. I like extreme, but comparing that album to Queen is not going to help me or Zeus. Save Rock and Metal. This is great. I've never seen this video. Gene looks to be in great shape and his ego is showing in spades. Absolutely. Kevin's on fire after listening repeatedly to that one section. It sounds like Ace is saying there's only one of these two, probably making some type of gesture that caused Don to react the way he did. Great episode as usual, guys. Our buddy Nige. Great episode, guys. Very cool to see Gene and Ace looking relaxed and seemingly having fun. I don't think it was completely impromptu, though. Otherwise, the house band wouldn't have been ready to play the cabaret version of I Was Made For Loving You, right? That's a great point. I didn't think of that until after they were ready to play that song right away. So they yeah, must have. See, s- I believe that the kiss was supposed to come on and make it. Oh, I see what and you're saying. They didn't. Yeah. And then they, they did they decide to show up with just Gene and A's. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I get you with that. Yeah. Lovely Lance. Great deep cut. Nice to see a fan of the band with Lane instead of the normal. Who are these guys from the media at the time? Gene's frizzy hair on the side still reminds me of Professor Turgeson from back to school. Then he says, Zeus, I'm your guy if you want to chat 90s country. Ooh, um, okay. On the fly, the podcast recommended. We talked about maybe doing a an episode on his show because God knows it won't fly on this show uh, yeah. on 90s country. Maybe a top oh. 10 album. There you go. Uh, go for I, it. I could probably do top 50. That's there you how go. fucking much I had. Yeah, you know, I know you love that shit. So uh, not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joel Hoffman, rumor has it that Cukes. <laughs> rumor has it that Cukes is the love child of King and Miss Flicka, the mousy librarian. Uh, apparently, King gave her a good rogering under the stage during the eighth grade talent show. Oh, all right. That. Cukes is Cukes. The, the shouted out loud cast Hall of Fame. Him, King, we've got a bunch of them. We There's have more. 
Chuck the janitor from <laughs> from from a uh, freshman and sophomore year. Herda, the German housekeeper. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Have we done Mr. Feces? I'm not even sure we've done. Mr. We Feces. talked about him, but we didn't get really into the or we didn't do it. Put it this way. Okay. We didn't we didn't do like when Marvel does an origin story. episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think he's been mentioned, but we yeah. didn't give the whole Mr. Feces. So I would think that the mystery of Mr. Feces is probably the overwhelming, like, four years of Stonehill, I don't know, enduring legacy. Oh, it's, that all it's of us, the ultimate whodunit. Yeah. I, you guys that have been with us at the beginning or have heard stuff, please tell me. It's gone to the point where I don't even remember with my fucking Alzheimer's that I'm getting already. Please tell me if we've done a Mr. Feces real story. If we have not, we will get to it because we'll get to it. I feel it's worth like it. I, I haven't hit you guys with the whole background story of Mr. Feces. We've talked about it, but like I said, I don't think we have done an origin story. We haven't even so. done all the Cancun stories. Well, I don't think we've done any. <laughs> yeah. Wait till we talk. That's a whole separate <laughs> live cast. That's a fucking, that's a separate live cast is right. Never mind. Thrown out of hotels. Someone ending up in jail and all sorts of other us, fucked uh, up us, stories. Us almost literally killing one of our friends who was drunk. <laughs> yeah. like, and, just, and once again, there has to be little shit on the floor. <laughs> wherever we That's why I'm telling you right now, there's going to be shit on the cruise somewhere. <laughs> yes. Someone's going to shit them. Bed. <laughs> it's going to be brutal. There's going to be like a fucking like a friggin. <laughs> Baby Ruth in the fucking cruise pool or something. It's gonna be a mess. Paul's gonna interrupt the fucking sail away show. People, I have to inform you. You know I got that who farted face, but now I gotta really know who farted. Will somebody will you please stop defecating in the pool? You know, it was really disgusting. They were defecating in the elevators. They were bragging about defecating in the elevators. <laughs> and I wanted to take photos so you can have them. For and your enjoyment. <laughs> for your enjoyment. Well, yeah, I got a little piece of shit on my poster. <laughs> I touched a piece of shit and I got a thumbprint on it on my poster. <laughs> I kept it as a souvenir. I asked Gene if he would put his thumbprint next to it. And now I got it with my good friend, Eric. You know, he got everybody put their shit thumbprint on my poster. <laughs> and that's why I don't go on these crews with these assholes. This is what happens. How did we go from talking about the episode to putting people's fingers in shit? <laughs> Then it reverts back to Mr. Feces. Wait. Oh, you guys got to tell me if you've heard Mr. Feces. Oh, holy it shit. It started with oh. Joel Hoffman and Cukes. <laughs> Talking about Cukes. Oh, Poor kid. Anyways, I'm done with Twitter. Go to Facebook, please. Cukes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom, today I'm going to be a little different on Instagram. Ooh. Yes, on Instagram. We get comments once in a while. We always get these idiots that want us promoted on some, some records. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, buddy. No. James Walker Art. I was 10 
And the day after the show, my dad told me he tried to wake me up, but no luck. I had to wait for YouTube to be invented before I got to see it. Uh, Radio Chaos. I watched this as it happened. I was nine years old. Simply a magic time in Australia, in a magic time in my life. Don uh, Lane was huge in Australia, and Kiss was everywhere. A glass of champagne for you. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Instagram again, follow us there. It's uh, actually grown quite a bit. Yeah. We'll read those comments. If you post over on Instagram Yep. on our Facebook page, Jack Benacchio. There's an Aussie TV host called Bert Newton who had great chemistry with Don Lane. And remember dad telling me stories about those two rewatching this clip with Gene and Ace only made me think Gene took Ace there knowing he'd be the star and main attraction on the show. But Ace and Don got along so well that Gene didn't know what to do, but to talk to women and wag his tongue. Wow. Okay. That's a nice little synopsis there. Uh, Mike Rowan. Spot on noticing Gene trying to pull attention to himself the whole time. Surprised you didn't comment on his exit. And he's right. We forgot to talk about this. As he gyrated while walking off, stepped over something towards the crowd, spun a bit, then got a little caught up in Ace's cape. An odd appearance for the demon. Kind of wonder what he said to Ace when he first when first off stage. And even if Ace noticed anything being off for Gene. Great yep. episode. Ken Ryan, great stuff. Matt Wallace. I've seen this clip before. I truly could not believe Paul allowed Ace to go on without him there. Control every his every word and move. I really enjoyed this one. Would share more of my thoughts, but I'm dropping mud turtles in the in the porcelain throne. And I have a terrible mess to clean up on around my shithole. Bye. Oh my God. He he's the he's the, the SIOL Mr. Feces. <laughs> yeah. Uh maybe he went to Stonehill circa <laughs> 91, 92. Um Sneed Rock. Great episode. And yes, this clip has always been a favorite. After tomorrow's show, Gene was never going to be outshined again. He deliberately tried to steal the spotlight from Ace, who came out looking great and did a great job on the show. It's ironic that even when he well behaved, Gene still got upset. I also think Eric wasn't on because he could be an ally to Ace and laugh at Ace's jokes, etc., like Peter did with Tom Snyder. The missing Paul appearance is truly a mystery. There's no way he would miss a show appearance. Excellent, excellent uh, comments there by Sneed Rock. Yep, we forgot stuff. to like, really talk about that. That could be one of the reasons why, like, no, Eric's not going to be there to fucking give Ace more encouragement and shit yep. like that. Could be. Yep. And I still believe that too. There's no way fucking Paul is missing an episode. Something was up. 
Yeah, agreed. He, that ego, no way. Yep. On our Facebook loudcasters group, Gina Stella, great band pitcher. Uh, Tom found that picture of uh, Don with the two guys, yep. uh, two members. Uh, breaking the press pod. I love this clip. Always have a brilliant vision of the, of the band dynamic. Some awesome sound bites from both our favorite Spaceman and Demon. Very funny. Shane Olson, Don Lane's show was great. Ace was something in this. I remember watching this as a 10-year-old. Have you noticed that all our listeners are around 9 or 10 or 11 at the most at this stage? Yeah. Right? Uh, my other favorite clip is Kiss on Countdown Australia on top of the World Trade Center where they introduce Eric and Ace is wasted. Nice. Uh, very funny. We'll get to that one. Thanks. We'll get to the, Thank we'll, you, yeah, we'll get to that one. Scott <laughs> Donaldson. Great episode, Tom and Zeus. Remember watching this back in 1980 when Kiss was touring Oz? Don Lane was a big name in Australia back in the 70s and 80s. There was always a cool doc done on Kiss while they toured. I remember it was on Channel 10 and simulcast on Triple M Radio, showing behind the scenes and full songs from the tour. I remember recording it off the radio and playing it over and over again. Thanks again for the memories, boys. That's awesome, Scott. Thank you. That is very cool. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so let's go over to YouTube. Ooh. YouTube. <laughs> Mr. Antonio 2005. When the house band plays, I was made for loving you. Reminds me of the kickoff of Ace's High show with Sam Rothstein from the movie Casino. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's a great reference. This Don Lane house band feels like a knockoff of Sasha Seminoff Orchestra. Uh, lastly, even Lester Diamond would be telling Gene <laughs> to settle down with that tongue shit and lay off the young lady. Kudos to food and beverage manager for getting Ace a little drunk. Job well done, TZ. Your attention to details in every episode with the spin of comedic relief is so awesome and refreshing. Looking forward to listen to three plus hours of the Eagles Hotel California Marathon this week. Oh boy! Oh yeah, thank That's you. That's awesome. Thanks, yeah, thank buddy. you, Mister Antonio, two thousand five. Very Slowly cool. becoming one of the fucking go-to uh, loudcasters on our show. Yep. Uh, Johnny, be good. You guys got to do a show spotlighting Kiss's nineteen seventy nine interview on Hot Hero Sandwich, where <laughs> Peter, who is so coked up, says to a little kid, "Do you like to be kissed? <laughs> do you like Kiss? Hey." <laughs> This is is alive a good album. Leave us your thoughts. <laughs> do you like that Kiss wears makeup? Can you comment below? I do. They're good. Yeah. Uh Anthony Stratus. Uh Don Lane was very popular in the day. My mom loved him in his talk show. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. Great episode, guys. I love the way you dissected this specific episode. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. So Anthony Stratus is another fellow Grecian, I guess, in Australia. Plenty of you guys. Say hello to my family down there. Um, (laughs) Javier Booster. Boster. Excuse me, Javier. Sounds like Ace says there's only one of these two. Because I, uh, I couldn't understand what Ace was saying that made Don right. go, oh, oh, cut the shit, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that, Javier. Uh, Craig Broderick, I know who has the Ace boot. I'm currently in talks to get it. What? I'll let you guys know when it happens. 
Melbourne Rock City. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then um, a few other people comment on it. Of course, Marty White. Just out of curiosity, does a current owner stuff meat meatloaf in it? <laughs> oh, what the fuck, man? Oh, maybe on my posters I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Craig wrote, not that I know of, he wishes. Oh, oh yeah, if I get a couple hero grinders, a couple meatball sandwiches, throw them right in there. Yeah, uh, man with no name. Don Lane was a big deal in Australia. You got to see, see his interview with Tom Waits. Oh, that's that would be tough for me, brother. No offense. Nice, yeah, no thanks, but no thanks. Uh, except for he that he was. The author of Old 55, which is a great Eagle song. But that's that I uh, can't do that Eagle shit again. We'll go on for another eight hours. Uh, this is such a time capsule of the 1970s where you might find this interesting is that Heath Ledger supposedly took this interview as an inspiration for the Joker for the Dark Knight movie. What? Wow. Holy shit. Seeing okay. this interview proves that a drunk ace would have been hilariously memorable experience for us to enjoy for decades to come. Even if you're not a Waits fan, it's great to remember how these hosts used to be so much more personable than what we see today. You're going to have to see how he actually respected Gene's by uh, for stopping by. This guy was the real deal. Yeah, I, I will tell you, Don Lane comes across, know nothing about him. As like a guy that you would be like, yeah, I want I want him into my living room. Yep. You know, uh, he, t- he seemed like a, a totally cool guy who like, like you, you could see he was like genuinely like thrilled and just laid back and chilling with Gene and Ace. It definitely seems like a likable guy. Don't you see the difference between what he would be or Colbert or fucking uh, Jimmy Fallon, like trying so hard to seem like he's oh, yep. oh, shucks. Wow. You're here. Like it's so <laughs> yep. phony. Yep. Versus this guy who seems genuine. Genuine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Peter Staros. Gene seems a lot more calmed down with Paul around. He acted like an uncontrollable moronic demon. At least Ace had the wherewithal to maintain his coolness. Mm-hmm. That's another good point. We never really talked about that. Whereas maybe Gene would tone it down because Paul would be look at him like cut the shit. Yeah. 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 Good point. So, uh, Marty White. I also heard about the unauthorized documentary that Eddie will appear in. It's been directed by a buddy of mine who teaches lighting at a local community college. Oh boy. Here we go. Don't misunderstand. It's not lighting for theater or film. He teaches (laughs) recess lighting design for (laughs) mechanical tech program. Anyway, he offered Eddie trunk, a free pair of cargo shorts to appear in the project. Eddie negotiated and got a new pair of mandals as part of the deal. Oh, Strange no. thing, my buddy has the rights to use actual Kiss music in his doc. He was annoyed that watching the A&E doc was like watching reruns of WKRP with the original music replaced by generic music that was supposed to sound like the 70s. On a serious note, I miss Jack P and I hope his father is doing well. I'm very sorry to hear about Costa's father. My condolences, which goes to show you that nice. our good buddy Marty White is a is a is a pretty decent guy and uh he's, he has a sense of humor and he knows where he when it's when it's okay and when it's not so great for you thanks marty absolutely thank you marty good good stuff from you t- this week thank you yeah um jc commented though on it not sure if you've heard eddie mention he's good friends with ace oh boy here we and go then marty yep. replies with 
If they're such good friends, Eddie should have helped them get signed to Megaforce Records. No, there's the Megaforce joke. Yep. All right, Tom, let's wrap this up with uh, some emails. All right, so we're going to go through a couple emails here. We got Andrew Salter. Uh, good day, boys. Great show this week and a monumental piece of history for me. That clip of Don Lane is honestly one of my first memories as a kid. 1980 in Australia was Kiss Mania, and every kid my age was obsessed with the band. And I remember watching this episode with my parents at age five and my little brain being blown when Gene and Ace walked out. The more I learned of Kiss since then, you can definitely see the individual characteristics that has the bands at odds at the time. Also, you talked about a kid at your school that got shit constantly. I went to school with a kid known as Goober. <laughs> this gets bad. This gets bad. Read it. I want to hear it. He had a metal plate in his head. <laughs> oh, no. And the day I meet him, four kids were dragging him around the football field <laughs> in a stinky garbage bin, kicking it. <laughs> no, no. He was also subjected to beatings and abuse daily. But Friday was pain day. And the assholes at my school would go to town on the poor kid. Wednesday was his, quote, day off. And no one was allowed to touch him. There was also the rumor that he collected piss cakes, the yellow things that are in the urinal, and that he would sniff them. (laughs) Can we nickname him piss cake? He would collect them and sniff them. Anyways, your story reminded me of him. Poor fucker. Cheers, boys. (laughs) Piss cakes. There's another shout it out loud gas legend in the making. Oh, you mean uh, piss cakes? <laughs> piss cakes. I forgot about that guy. Uh, we got another good one here from our buddy Jean Francois from France. Uh, as always, a pleasure, a pleasure to listen to you both. However, a few words on the extreme topic. Even though Zeus is doing the best ace imitation, I would side without hesitation with Tom. I saw them for the first time talking about extreme in a small Paris club called La Locomotive in May 91. And they were already very, very good. Both Nuno Betancourt and Gary Sharon are way above the other guys in bands like rat or poison. In my opinion, by the way, I think quote, when I first kissed you is much better than more than words, but I suppose I'm one of the few to think that save the thoughts on extreme. That might be coming up. You never know. Then he talks about the Don Lane show. I agree with you. The costumes are awesome. My take is that Gene was jealous of Eric and Paul being away with chicks, and he was eager to get one. He looked like a predator. Not sure he was acting. Not not sure he was acting. I agree. Ace looked great, and it's warming to see him like this. Take care and listen to you soon. Thank you, my friend. That's awesome. Then we got one from uh, our good buddy, Graham Richley. Was so excited to hear your episode. As for me and many Australians, this was one of the first times we saw Kiss on TV. I think one of the pieces that you are missing for context is the Australian 60 minute segment on kiss. And then he attaches that link. Um, so he's talking about the, uh, the, the Don Lane stuff. He says, this is guesswork here, but what if Ace and Gene had obligations due to the 60 minutes arrangement? So when they were in Australia, someone asked if they would surprise Don Lane on a show for his birthday. It seems more than a coincidence that just Gene and Ace would appear twice on Australian TV without Paul and Eric. Interesting. That 60-minute segment deserves a review in itself, as I'm sure you'll agree. There are so many snide comments and inaccuracies. Anyway, what a buzz to relive all this stuff. You can only imagine watching these two shows as a 12-year-old who had only seen my band on the cover before. They looked so amazing and spoke so well, and it was easy to see Gene was so smart and why Ace was and is my favorite. Now here I am writing about 
41 years on. Cheers, guys. Graham. Awesome, Graham. I had a feeling you'd be uh, excited about this being an Australian guy. So that was that was pretty cool. And we got a good one here from Corey Silver. Hey, guys, been listening to your podcast for a couple of months now, and I love it. You guys fill a void in my life that I didn't even know existed. I'm 46 years old, and Kiss has been in my life for 35. Other things have come and gone, and Kiss is still there. Unfortunately, growing up when and where I did, Kiss wasn't exactly cool. But if they taught me anything, it's that you should like what you like because you like it, not because it is cool. I have never wavered. That being said, I never had anyone who I could talk to and do a deep dive on Kiss. But you guys got me covered. I love that you call it like it is. It's very refreshing. You can be a mega fan and still be critical at the same time. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks for uniting us in our passion for Kiss. If you get it, you get it. You guys definitely get it. And I thank you for that. Keep rocking. Corey Silver. Nice. Thank you. We got another one from our good friend, Wes Beach from the Plasmatics. We love hearing from Wes. Great show, guys, on an obscure facet of history. I have to agree with Tom that Paul probably didn't want to go, and they didn't want Eric to go. One question, though. Rob who? Then he, then he shares a picture of him with the butcher babies. Oh, oh. my, my. Oh. Dear God, Wes. Oh. He says, I saw the butcher babies at Mayhem Festival a few oh. years ago, and when I told them who I was, they had to get a picture with me. Yeah, because you're Wes from the Plasmatics. That's cool. They were very cool, and Carla is from Detroit. They really rocked that show, and I think they are one of the best bands out there now. And please, no Pearl Jam. Uh-oh. You never Wes. know, Wes. Could be coming. But oh. I got to tell you, thank you for sharing that picture. My God. God, Good stuff. those women are just insanely hot. Oh, it's ridiculous. It It's ridiculous. So oh. God bless you, Wes. Thanks for writing us. God, thank you for, thank you for good luck to you. God bless for getting a picture with the two of them. Oh, God bless our buddy, Charlie Benante. Oh, oh what boy. a lucky bastard. Charlie, you are one lucky bastard. Yeah, absolutely, Charlie. Oof. And uh, we're going to finish up feedback with one from Justin Steele. New listener. Guys, I cannot believe I just stumbled across you when I was looking for the Eddie Trunk podcast. Oh, you got to love that search engine optimization. Uh, holy crap, is this fun to listen to? I am 48, and I feel like I have lived the same life as you guys getting into and out of Kiss and then back into it. I know every jerky quote by heart. The drops are hilarious. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. My earliest memory of Kiss is my uncle making me listen to the first album on 8-track, and I remember where all the breaks and the songs were on the 8-track. I was really hooked ever since. A quick add to your Creatures review. I got the album as soon as it came out, and when I put on the B-side... It actually had John Cougar's American Fool album <laughs> pressed on the B-side. <laughs> I made my mom take it back, but I wish I still had that mispress today. Yeah, it's probably worth a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. Keep up the keep up the great work. The bonus album reviews are awesome also. And P.S. You still didn't change my mind. Hot in the shade is ass. Ooh. That's, that's fighting words, Justin. But thank you, my friend. Great job uh, with the email. Thank you for finding us courtesy of Eddie Trunk and you. Our comment of the week, Justin Steele. Thank you, my friend. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. We're going to be watching you. <laughs> so, Tom, what we do usually from here, we go on to Kiss World. But what is that you were saying to me off the air that you thought you wanted to ask me something? Well, I was just thinking, like, if you're a betting man, what do you think is more realistic or really happened? Do you think Cukes got caught with a cucumber up his ass? Or do you think Goober was sniffing piss cakes? 
I think we need to baptize in piss cakes now. That could also be our our poll. <laughs> if you had a hang, if you had to hang out with one person for the night, would you hang out with Goober, the sniffing piss cake guy, or Cukes, the stop and shop, the stop and shop, stop and shop, fucking cashier who took a bathroom break and wound up with a giant cucumber up his ass, Frank's pickle barrel ass. Oh, um, I guess I would say realistically, I think cukes would be the more realistic, <laughs> right? Because I can't see somebody putting their hand in a urinal and then pulling something out and be like, let me smell this. Yeah, I hope you're right. But both of them don't sound like very good I don't ideas. think either of them. I don't think that kid cukes was fucking really got caught with a cucumber up his ass. Cukes. <laughs> Poor, poor characters we find them anyways speaking of cucumbers up people's ass what's going on in kiss world <laughs> that's a good segue yeah. well look it's it's quiet uh, there's really nothing going on here um you know we always try to check everybody's like social media and stuff there's not a lot going on um i will say today we're recording this little bit on thursday july 29th um kiss announced on, on their kiss online website they, uh, for their merch something kind of interesting and something that kind of I just thought was cool, but odd is that they are issuing uh, German versions of the, most of their uh, catalog on vinyl. So everybody knows the, the altered German logo because of the SS. Um, so they're, they're re-releasing uh, destroyer alive, harder than hell, dressed to kill the elder animalize revenge, carnival of souls, kiss world. And the one that I ordered, they are re-releasing the best of the solo albums. That was very, very hard to find. Came out way back when the solo albums were out. It was a European release. So you can get the best of the solo albums, Germany edition. And uh, they're pretty reasonably priced. And the other cool thing about this is that they're also selling T-shirts to accompany each vinyl. And the T-shirt just has a picture of the vinyl on it, which is pretty cool. So kind of a unique and interesting thing. I know a lot of people uh, that I talked to on social media were very fired up about the best of the solo albums. I actually already have that on vinyl, but it's a very shitty old version that I found on eBay because it's been long since out of print. Um, so this was kind of cool to see that, but very uh, kind of weird and just like kind of a unique thing for Kiss to just drop in them on their merch. So I don't know, kind of, and, and it's even weirder that it's not their entire discography. Yeah, Tom, I, I, I stopped <clears throat> getting interested in this stuff as soon as I see that uh, um, there's no CDs there. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a good point. I agree. Um, yep. I'm not starting a whole new collection to get vitals. I've had this right. conversation. Right. So I, I, it didn't attract much interest for me. And uh, I, I unfortunately uh, look at that stuff and be like, oh, this is the German edition. You mean right. like European? Because it doesn't yeah. have the S's, you know? Correct. Like, right. Okay. So because it has the European version, I'm going to pay for the same fucking, as Sonny would say, does it have, does it have different music on it? <laughs> no. Then why am I buying it? You don't want a T-shirt with the music from the Elder album cover written with the German Kiss logo? Why not? Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with yeah. you? What's the matter with you? It's fantastic. It's a collector's yeah. item. I guess what we're you about got? 92 days away from the Kiss cruise. God willing. If, yeah. If it continues. But uh, I'm not going to get into a big debate uh, about this, Tom. Let's keep it very short. I am worried, very worried that our concert coming up next month will be canceled. I don't think Very, so. That's three weeks away. They would have canceled by now. 
I'm worried about our. Um, I'm worried our about the cruise. I'm worried about the cruise. Yeah, I'm worried about all that stuff. We went from like anybody can go. We're back to normal, no mass. To what the fuck is it going to be now? And we know that Gene and Paul are very outspoken about this shit. So I don't know what's going to happen. I just, I'm just fingers crossed, right? So yeah, which is I'm surprised to be honest with you. And I know we don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm surprised how, especially Paul has been pretty quiet lately about what, what's been going on. So I don't know if maybe he's just kind of biding his time until he can comment when he wants to, but he's usually pretty firing off the tweets there. And he, he kind of hasn't been. Lately, well, that's so. because he's busy, Tom. He's fucking searching the obituaries to implement himself in the dialogue. Renaissance, man. Good point. <sighs> such a, such a great loss, dude. What about the people that were in the kiss world that have passed yeah. away in the past five years? He was right. like shit about them. Right. That's a, that's another thing. I'm not going to bring that shit back up. No, I know. Yeah, but so, not, not, yeah, not a lot of kiss news this week. So, yeah. So before we move on, we always like to talk about our Patreon fans and our Patreon group is uh, something that you can get involved with if you're interested in it. It is a place where uh, fans of our show can support us and become a member of the Patreon group in which they can get, you know, certain little perks as being part of the group. And that could be anything from live Q and A's merchandise, part of uh, episode discussions or what we're going to do polls in internal polls and more stuff. Check it out. See if any of this stuff interests you. Uh, There's four different tiers. You can join any one of that you like. And of course they're set up as demon star child, spaceman and cat man we we've had a lot of fun with the group so far it's our first year of trying this out so far the group has been awesome it's our own little private little family we get uh, a, a ton of fun feedback from everybody in that group and uh it's been uh growing so we're really excited uh about our patreon uh group you can follow uh us on there you look for creators and you would find shout it out loudcast on the app Patreon, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And in the uh, episode links at the end of the episode, you find it on uh, when you find our podcast, there's links to like our email, our social medias, and there's also a link to Patreon. Go there, take a look, see if anything there interests you. Um, I know we've had a couple people that have tried to sign up recently, Tom. They've mm-hmm. had a, a, either an issue with their, their account or something with uh, Patreon or something, but let us know if that's an issue for you guys. Reach out to us. Uh, we've had a couple people that we've had to talk to about it and we fixed it. So uh, let us know if, uh, if you want to join in Patreon. We'd love to have you and it's a, a ton of fun. And we really, really want to thank those guys that are involved and ladies uh, in Patreon with uh, Shout Out Loudcast. Yeah, absolutely. The Patreon family is amazing. We love you guys so much. We say it every week. Uh, you know, the generosity that you show uh, to just be part of the family the way that you will, that you have been. Uh, it continues to grow. We're excited. We're going to continue to work to expand uh, the interaction and the activity that goes on there with Patreon. Uh, but we're just uh, eternally grateful for you guys getting involved and being part of the show. Check us out. Take a look. Uh, you can take a look around at what's, what's going on without joining. And then if you see something that you like, then... Uh, you know, jump right in. And uh, we want to thank everybody uh, that's been a part of the family so far. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yes. And Tom, with that being said, let's um let's get into kiss clues. So with Kiss Clues, this is the second time we've played this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time we played against the Potter Than Hell guys. This time we switched it up and we invited Cobras and Fires. And this is the first time we had Loose Cannon on our show. Uh, he is the co-host with Baco. And we invited our good friend Stephen Michael from Growing Up Rock to join us. So it's those three against me, you, and Murph. And... Who else but Mr. Game Show host himself, Sonny Pooney. Now, the first thing we always like to do is thank Sonny because Sonny comes up with the the game. And it's all Sonny's idea, the way it sets up, all the clues and all the questions. They're all Sonny. And we owe him a big amount of gratitude for his awesome contribution. And Sonny is the best at that shit, even though his music opinion sucks. Um, We love him. And he's he's awesome. We love Sonny. It was great to have all those guys on. It was a it was a lot of fun. Gets a little chaotic, um, you know. There, there'll be one somebody that uh, likes to talk a little bit on this. You'll you'll see, but we still think it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah! Now uh, you got to imagine here. You got seven people all together here. Okay, a lot of people who have a lot of opinions and uh, like to talk and. 
so it was fun. It was it was a shit ton of fun. We knew it would be, and it gets it gets chaotic. But that's what happens when you have a big group of people. Um, it gets it gets hilarious. It gets silly. It gets crazy. It gets chaotic. But it's a ton of fun. We like to do these episodes once in a while to bring our friends, our podcast friends, on and just have a great time. And of course, wait until you see who scored high and who didn't score high, as uh, as history has proven. Uh, but you got you guys are gonna have a blast. It's it's a it's a nice fun just loose kind of crazy episode i heard i see what you did there yeah anyway without further ado kiss clues all right so here we are with (laughs) kiss clues 2 it's already a disaster here uh we have sunny poony the ultimate game show host versus me zeus and everybody's favorite murph and this time we are playing against steven michael the better half of growing up rock (laughs) <laughs> Along with both guys from Cobras and Fires, we got Baco. And for the first time on Shout Out Loud, Jason, Cat, it's L- Jason. No, sorry. it's Baco. <laughs> oh, and sorry. then we got Loose Cannon. I'm not calling you by the name on your Gavin. screen. Welcome to Shout It Out Loudcast. This is going to be a disaster. I'm excited. Just LC is fine. Honored LC. to be here. LC, Whatever. thank you. Devin. <laughs> Devin. Uh, All right. Shit show. Let's go. Yes. Oh, God. Sonny, tell <laughs> us what's happening. All right. So we're playing Kiss Clues. We've done this. I think we did last time we did it was in April 2020, if I'm right, but I'm not positive on that. Uh, here's the rules. We got 10 rounds, five each for uh, the teams. I'll announce what type of question it is because most of these that we're going to talk about today are people, but there's a few different categories this time. So then they're each um, statement has 10 clues. The team gets the first clue. They can either guess at that point, or they can say next for the next clue. Each clue is worth a point. If you guess and you're right, boom, you get that many points. If you're guessing you're wrong, the other team gets a chance to steal. If they're wrong, it comes back to the original team and we keep going. We keep going until somebody's right. Or, you know, I read all 10 clues and I can just end the pain and we can move on and we can go on. There'll be a lot of name calling. I'm sure. And uh, there will be some pain today, but that's fine. Are you I don't keeping, think I'm. You, I'm not going to need more than one clue on on every question. I'm sure. Perfect. I'll, I'll, Perfect. I'll be killing this. So. Are, are you keeping score? Because anybody that listens to Shout Out Loudcast <laughs> knows that we are incapable oh, yeah. of keeping score. There's no way I'm letting anybody on this screen t- keep score. Okay. At one point, okay. none of you know how to keep score. I actually so. just gave us 10 points for you saying that. <laughs> See, <laughs> see what I mean? I'm going to need you to go through the rules again on each question. <laughs> you got to say it slower and with a draw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. All right. That's, so, my, uh, that's, look. that's my fucking teammate, man. I'm shuffling oh. the questions so there's no drama. Oh, got Simone Biles about over here. Getting worse. Okay. Yeah, Baco, a Simone Biles joke. Bam! All right. <laughs> this episode is now dated. It's timestamp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Baco, I'm going to let you choose. You guys want to go first or you want the other team to go first? Mm, what do you guys think? Let them go first. Uh-oh. Okay. LC. All right. All right, we're on board. Let them go first. All right, we're going to start with Shout It Out Loudcast. You guys ready? Yep. Uh, This statement's a person. All right, so for 10 points, I won a Primetime Emmy Award in 2016. 
All right. So the, just to just to clarify, these are all people that have some connection in some way, shape or form to the KISS world. So if I say it's a person, it's anyone in the KISS family tree. It could be a band member, a relative, a okay. producer, co-writer, guest instrumentalist, whatever. So they won a primetime Emmy in 2016. That is correct for 10 points. Anybody? Not Next. For nine points, I ran away from home as a teen, but then went back because I missed my cat. My dad never, never let me forget it. This is all real shit, by the way. I, I know you wouldn't make it up. Next. For eight points, solitaire. Yep, just like the card game. Made me a lot of money. Do you play? Oh, God almighty. Here we go. I knew it. I'm having PTSD right now. <laughs> Next. <laughs> For seven points, I've never been married. That's what happens when you work 12, 12 to 16 hours per day. Prime time Emmy and never been married. So I guess it's not Carrie Stevens then. <laughs> well, two jokes not... in that little zinger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next. For six points, remember that movie, The Last Dragon, starring Vanity? Oh, she's hot. <laughs> she's hot. I had a song that was on that soundtrack. Oh, God. See, believe it or not, The Last Dragon had a soundtrack. <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. All right. For four points, you That's know that bar, shitty song. You know, uh, for four points, you know that shitty song by Gene called I Confess? I wrote a call. I wrote a song called I Confess in 1987. Do you think Gene stole the title from me? My version was better anyway. Primetime Emmy, never married, wrote a song called I Confess in the 80s. Anything, guys? She did, All right. And, and awesome. this person did a, a song on The Last Dragon? Yep. Soundtrack. Isn't that DeBarge? <laughs> I don't think he's connected to the Kiss family tree. That was a guess. Maybe, no, it was not a guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe his pencil mustache. I don't know. Keep going. Next one. All right, for four points, I made it to the Hall of Fame in 2001. Paul, you listening? Uh, is this? Oh, never mind, not my category. It's not, yeah, yeah. Paul, are you listening? Okay, so this is somebody that doesn't like Paul Stanley, perhaps. Next one. All right, for three points, Billboard Music loved me from 1997 to 1999, thanks to Joe, Tony, Brandy and Steven. I don't know this person. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Man, wait, Big what? surprise. Murph, you're good with these kinds of names in this kind of era. Anything popping into yeah, your head? Actually, until this one, I was actually thinking maybe it was Brian Adams, but 97 and 99 just killed any chance of that. What are I the got- names of the, of the friggin' Ricky, Bobby, Bobby, and Mike. Was <laughs> that Bell yeah, yeah. fucking Wrong. audition? Basically, yeah, yeah. It's Joe, Tony, Brandy, and Steven. Next one. All right. For two points, there was a night in the 80s where I really turned Paul on, but I'm not going to kiss and tell. Oh. Uh, okay, so it was a... All right, so Hall of Fame in 2000, Hall of Fame in 2001, primetime Emmy in 96, turned Paul on. 
Primetime Emmy in 2016. 16. I'm sorry, Vin- 2016. Maybe it's Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, last clue. We'll get this. With, we'll get it here. You'll get it here. No problem. Okay, so listen carefully on the last clue here. God, All right. This is awful. Okay, to be honest, the night I turned Paul on, I might have made him rock hard too. Oh, that's um. It's oh, I I know that one. I know the writer. I, I was just gonna too. say it's it's the it's is it um, not uh, not Diane Warren. Who the hell co-wrote that song? Holly, what's her face? Oh, Holly Knight. Is it, I don't know. What I don't else? know. That, you got a guess? That what you're saying? All right, our guess yeah, is Holly it, Knight. It's gonna go to them anyways. That is incorrect. I know <laughs> it. You know it, Jason. Yeah, I thought I was going with Diane Warren. No, no. Diane Warren is Desmond no. Child. No, it's Desmond Child. Yeah, no, no. Wow. Take a take a okay, choice so on which one you're going with. Do we get a point? With. Do we get a point if if we're if one of us is right or not? No, you it's, all got to be oh, right. Oh, you all you so have to agree as a team. Decision. Decision. Ask, I thought, wait a second, they were wait, tossing wait, wait. things back and forth. I thought we were doing that. Yeah, here. can we have a discussion? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have a discussion. Okay, I'm pretty sure that Desmond Child wrote both of those, and they're the exact same song. So I'm saying it's I'm. So, well, if you want to talk about it, but no, uh, I'm, it's Desmond I, Child. Two against one, I'm, I'm happy to step out. Yeah. I think it's Desmond Child, too. It ain't. Yeah. Okay, so you guys going with Desmond Child? That's the only thing I got. You, okay. Yes. It was Diane Warren. Wait a minute. You guys didn't hear Sonny say yes? I did. I did. That's correct. And then you guys. Diane Warren wrote yeah. Rock Hard. Yes. Yeah. Wow. She co-wrote it. I swear to God. Was X and Sex? Her because of all the other clues. But uh, yeah. So l- was- let me help you with this. Primetime yeah. Emmy was Till It Happens to You for Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics. Um, her dad said in an interview that she missed her cat. Laura Branigan hit was Solitaire. Rhythm of the Night oh. was DeBarge. She co-wrote that. Joe, Tony, Brandy, Steven. She was songwriter of the year, three years in the row for Brandy, Tony Braxton, and Aerosmith for her hit songs. And the I Confess song is Denise Williams. There was a night in the 80s she turned Paul on. She co-wrote Turn On the Night also. Ah, damn. Damn. Nice. Good one. So we got zero, zero. So so, so (laughs) I don't think we set this up. So since we're at zero, zero, what what are we playing to? What's the winner? Like, I mean... Remember, we just remember we just got the 10, we got 10 thingies. That's it. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead. Like a baseball game. All right. So for growing up cobras, (laughs) the team of LC, Baco, and Steven, your statement is a band. So when I say a band, it can be any band connected to KISS via having a KISS member past or present in the band for a period of time. Okay, so it's basically a, a band off the Kiss family tree. Okay, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Pay attention, Zeus and Murph. This could come to us. Yeah, Thanks, I Dad. got my Kiss Alive. Uh, I can use my Kiss Alive 3 uh, insert, right? Absolutely. Yeah, three? sure. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> For 10 points, we have had nine official members in our band. Say that one more time. We have had nine official members in our band. That's a pass. At for some me, point, guys. pass, pass. Okay. So next, use this right words, damn it. Okay. For nine points, John Bon Jovi's cousin, Tony, produced a demo for us. 
We call those the Power Station Studio demos. Pass for me. Next. Yeah. So can we have a discussion or not? Oh, sure. If you th- yeah, if you th- if you guys just think remember you're the, the guest, other the other team yeah. is listening too. So yeah, you should have. Yeah. A discussion okay. We'll wait. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass for the next. Okay. I don't know if the eight points going to help you. <laughs> Ira Schickman co-wrote a song for us. That's that name is not made up, by the way. Ira what Schick- was the name again? Ira Schickman. Oh, I got or that. Or Ira okay. Schickman. No, I'm I, never mind. Pass. Sonny, can you spell that so I can Google it correctly when I cheat? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we go with next. Nice. Yeah. Oh, is okay. it next? Sorry. Seven points. For seven points, Martin Popoff one descri- once described our music as extremely likable hard rock metal that is well-produced, big league, but warm and varied. Hmm. I'm going to need cricket sound effects. Here. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know we kind of would reveal something to their team, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I still got to talk. Yeah, to you I, I, I mean, yeah. look, the only thing that at least we should throw out there is the, the the Bon Jovi Skid Row connection. But I'm not sure what the Skid Row connection would be to Kiss. Is that? It's Tony Bon Jovi though, not Bon Jovi, and this could yeah. have been produced before you know anybody knew who Bon Jovi was. Okay, so that's you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Fair enough. Then we'll just go to next. Yeah, my, my hunch is that uh, this is a, a, a sunny switcheroo that um, this is leading more towards like the old sunny switcheroo before like 80, something like that. We're all thinking like what they did after they left Kiss, but maybe this is a before Kiss thing. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So for six points, one of our ex band members passed away in July 2020 at age 68. We're not sure if Mitch or Eddie put it on Twitter. Uh. <laughs> Guys, the elephant in the room here. Um, <laughs> wait, what was the, uh, can I go back and ask, what was the uh, the Bon Jovi recording sessions called? The uh... Power Station Studio Demos. Ah, uh, no, okay, sorry. And I can repeat any any statement you need me to repeat. Yeah, okay, yeah, just... What, what does it say? The band member again? What did, did was it, did it say? Just band member? It say guitarist, drummer? What did you say? No, band just, member just passed band away member. in July 2020, age 68. Okay. Did he die of COVID? I uh, don't know. Well, pre oh, pre existing conditions, therefore, it doesn't count. I don't know. He had multiple. <laughs> he had multiple comorbidities, Baco. Uh, okay. <sighs> All right. We ready for the next clue? Next. All right. So for five points, Jonathan Kane of Journey had co-written. Jonathan Kane of Journey had co-written one of the songs we wanted to record. So we altered the lyrics and removed him from the writing credit. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's a pro move. <laughs> Guys, I got a hunch. That's all it is. But 707. Wait, no, did the person had to be in Kiss or just related to the Kiss family? Um, It's a band that is connected to kiss via having a kiss member in it past or present for a period of time. Wow. So there was a, in the actual band, not a band, band. that's right. Who like, okay, never mind. That's right. What was, that, what was yeah, the yeah. Thing So like that... Lita Ford doesn't count because there's like a three-way connection to something. Right, right, Ooh, right, right. Lita Ford in a three-way. 
So <laughs> what was the what was the thing? The power station? What power? St- John Bon Jovi's cousin Tony produced a demo for us. We Tony. call those the power space power station studio demos. He, yeah. He's not from Bean Town, you know. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Bean Town. Read that. Read that ah, last. Read, read. Read that last clue again. The last. The one. last clue for five points. Jonathan Kane of Journey had co-written one of the songs we wanted to record, so we altered the lyrics and removed Jonathan's writing credit. Okay. Dude, I. We talked about this on ARC. I know we did, and and I I, I that's what that's why this Jonathan Kane thing is <laughs> yeah. all all. All of this, I'm having deja vu, and I can't nail it yet. It's, but it's not our clue it's anyway. The so ARC stuff. Yeah, it's not our clue anyways. But go ahead. Hold on. So let guys, me look we ready for out. the next clue? Next. We ready for the next clue? Okay. For four points in 2016, Eddie Trunk selected our debut album as one of the albums that changed his life. Oh boy. Well, uh, that's a UFO. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just going to say that it's going to be UFO. Debut album changed his life. Nine members, so it's not Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I can see Stevens helping you a ton. I, I'm thinking. Stevens Googling. That's, that's why his face that's is down. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's untrue. That's false accusations, sir. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. You got it, Zeus? Yeah, I think no, I no, do. Just, no, okay, okay, just hold on. It's got to be a, a like one of these ancillary members of, of the band. So it was a, a official member of Kiss, right? Yes. Okay, first of all, Martin Popov talked about them and Eddie Trunk liked them. And they were connected to John Bon Jovi somehow. So, okay. That means I have so, to own it. That's so what's he, irritating here. So Eddie Trunk said in 2016, this is one of the albums that changed his life. Yes. Debut. The their debut, debut album. Their debut, debut album. album. It's got to be White Tiger. <laughs> That's a life changer. <laughs> <laughs> well, next. Oh, I need to pull next. up my list of uh, all the albums of, uh, I ranked all the, the nine Kiss Kiss albums. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Be towards the top, you know, then. Yeah. Uh... All right. So this next clue might really, really help you guys out here. So for three points, Black Sabbath had a Bill Ward playing drums. We had a Billy Ward play drums for us for a little while. That does not help. No, that does not help at all. Zeus, you still think you got this? I do until he says there's a member. Okay. Wait, Sonny, I'm sorry. Are we, are we looking for the name of a band or a band member? Name of a uh, band. Name band. of a band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and never mind. I, I want them to guess and then I'll ask again. Okay. Okay. I I got nothing, guys. Uh. Uh oh. Steven wants That's, to guess. Uh, it's too obvious, but it's killing me. You want to go for it? And what do you think, Lewis? Where how where are we at in the questioning? How, uh, it's three uh, right for now. three points. For three points. You want to go one think, more? I don't think we got much to lose with three points, but I'll go for it. Uh, um, let's do one more clue. All right, go for it. All right, so for two points, 
our band name was inspired by a phenomenon that happens only once in a long I, while. I got, got it. it. Yeah. Did you, was it, did, did you have it before too? Yes. This is bullshit. Yeah. Go for it. I, how, this is, I can't believe we didn't get this uh, on the Eddie <laughs> trunk clue. All right. Do we agree that it's Fraley's comment? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, we do. And that would be correct for two points. Wow. Zeus, Damn is that what it. you were thinking? Yeah. 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 So the last clue, I'll just read it and then I'll give you some uh, hints on the other clues. Uh, for one point, it would have been our lead guitar player is a complete pain in the ass. He always has been. Okay. So uh, the nine members Ace, John, Anton, Richie, Arthur, Stead, Todd, Billy Ward. What so, is happening so right Cobra. now? Oh, oh. That's a celebratory hockey horn. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> so the nine official members are Ace, John, Anton, Richie, Arthur Stead, Todd, Billy Ward, Jamie Oldacre, and Rob Sabino. Um, the demos were in 85. Ira Schickman wrote Love Me Right on the first album. The guy who jo- died was Jamie Oldacre. Um, Jonathan Kane. Mm, that's right. It was the 707 thing. You were dead on, too. I thought you were going to get it there. It was called. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, yeah. And then, of course, that's Haley's comment we're talking about. So, wait, is that the the change in Megaforce? Yeah, not, not oh Haley's comment. <laughs> not Haley's comment. They just changed Sonny. that one little Fraley's thing. Yeah. comment. No, but it was inspired. Yeah, but it was inspired by Haley's comment. Oh, yeah, that was the stupid. But fuck- <laughs> Dude, I don't even. You <laughs> fell for it. I don't. All I do is shake my head and have <laughs> the computer call him stupid because that's what he does. Oh. <laughs> Where can I do the I'm reaction? I'm glad they fucked over Jonathan it? Kane like that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are back at the shouted out loud cats crew. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck Bring yes. It. Okay. Let's go. No. All right. So this one's an album. So an album is a Kiss album that could be studio, live, greatest hits, official releases only. So and this, this is, is a by Kiss the album we're talking this is about. By, this is by the band Kiss, not a Kiss family member. That is correct. A collection of photos, perhaps? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. For 10 points. You ready? Yes. Kiss All off right. the soundboard. Love gun. <laughs> you want me to just give the other guys no, a guess? No, that? go ahead. Okay. For 10 points, when this album debuted at number 60 on the Billboard 200, Led Zeppelin 4 was still on the chart. Well, there you uh, that could be anything because Led Zeppelin full was on the charts for like fucking 71 and all at the wall. Yeah. Next. For nine points, we have only officially released one single off this album. One single off this album. I think next. Uh... Hold on, Zeus. Let's let's do at least one more. Hold on. Next. All right, for eight points, it was released in the fall, but we had several fall releases, so good luck with that. That's true. They did release a bunch of albums, especially in the 80s in the, in the fall. September is the king. Yeah, September is a big month. Next. Yeah. For seven points, this album was certified gold in just two months. White Do I tiger. say what I'm thinking out loud, or I mean, I mean, you, I mean, well, hold on, hold on, because you can, but now, I mean, so it, it, it went gold in two months. It, it had only what was the what was the thing, Sonny? It had one official single, one official single. Debuted <clears throat> at sixty. I think there's only there's very few albums that had one official single, but there's one that I think of Zeus, if you, 
if you want to go for it now, I'm, I'm not going to get mad at you, but. All right. So, well, we'd have to talk. Who cares if we're going to go all the way down to zero regardless? Yeah, no guts, no glory. So why go we, for why it. We, yeah. I'm thinking the elder. Is that what you want to guess? Uh, what are you thinking? Just tell me why we talk out loud. Okay. I'm thinking one official single. I'm thinking animal eyes. Heaven's on fire. No, I mean, I know they did the videos for Thrills in the Night and stuff, and I thought they released that, too. But yeah, I but thought they, they only released uh, that horrendous fucking uh, world, world without heroes. All right, let's do one more. Let's do one more clue. Let's see where we go. Sonny, one more next. All right, so for six points, when the single peaked on the Billboard 100, Phil Collins and Marilyn Martin were living separate lives at number one. It was 85 or 86. That was from exactly, White Nights. Exactly, because that's, that, there goes music from the elder. Okay, all right. So that was what, 85? Okay, so uh, Animalize. It was, yeah, 85, Animalize came out. Animalize came out in 84. Asylum had more than one single. That was in, uh, that came out in 92. So <laughs> what did? <laughs> Asylum. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> it was either late 85 or 86. That. So that would make that uh, that would make that asylum. It's not crazy nights. Nope. Um, no. They did crazy. release um, smashes. Night. Don't forget, he said it could be anything. Smashes, thrashes came out around there before so crazy of- nights. Did they release both of them as singles? No, I don't. Th- uh, I thought they released rock hard and it just didn't go anywhere. Because he said it. He said they only released I- one sorry, single from this. They released what? What was it? Rock what? Um, you guys make me rock hard. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the new white knights. Like what? That's why God. Murph is here. Arishnikov and uh, yeah, and Gregory Hines. Oh. Gregory Hines. Okay, now I'm starting to believe Murph isn't married. Say you, say you, say me was also from that movie. Oh Jesus! And by, and by the way, little, the, the, the way the way you say things is is why they hire people from Minnesota to tell you the news. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, one more clue. God. Go ahead. All right. So for five points, when the album God. reached its peak, when the album reached its peak on the Billboard 200, Starship was right above us, and Cool and the Gang were right below us. There was some hoopla involved, and they had to call out emergency services to help. Emergency. This is all Jeez. over the place, man. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, wait. Wait. Hold on. Stop. He just said hoopla. Yeah, that's Paul the song. Stanley. Paul Stanley jumps through a hoop in the Heavens on Fire video. Uh, <laughs> and he, yeah, but Pony's not smart enough to connect. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I don't know. He's not very good at puns. Deep in the hoopla. Yeah, that song is horrible, and so is that album. Um, so that's the Starship shit. And then you have uh, um, uh, Misled. That's uh, from Emergency. So uh, so it's fresh. She's yeah. fresh. She's so fresh. Exciting. <laughs> I thought it was when I thought it was Joanna. That worked out pretty good. Joanna. <laughs> no, <it's> Joe Mama. <laughs> Joe Ma. All right, are we guessing or are we gonna do keep cool and yeah. karaoke? Because whatever we guess, they're gonna guess the other one. So right. wanna Let's just go. guess An- animalize? Is that what you want? It's either that or something off of Asylum, but I think Asylum had more than one official single. So let's you're going. We're gonna guess animalize because you think Sonny's smart. My. Right? Is that what you're guessing? 
Murph, I, you I know you're not. I don't know the <laughs> album. I, I can that. just tell you about Gregory Hines and Barishnikov. All right, let's do it. Let's go with Animal Eyes. All right, Animal Eyes is incorrect. Fuck. So, growing up cobras, would you like to take a guess? Yeah. Well, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk it I out? Told I, I, I told you he's an idiot. I know what it is. I'm saying. I, I think. I think it's Asylum, based on those other things. I got 85 in the brain. Yeah. Like from all those different placements, I think Tears are uh, Tears are Falling is the only real single from it. The others were just well. They, they did a video for all, all night. What what constitutes a real single? I think the fact that back in the day they didn't actually send it to. I never heard station. Any, I, I tell you what, I never heard. I heard it on songs. Sex, Sam. What? <laughs> it's on Hand it. Nation. I'm I'm telling you, the only song that was actually on radio was Tears Are Falling, and I think that's Not what constitutes all. a single when the radio station gets it and plays it. Correct. Mm-hmm. But so, let's talk uh, it out. So, so Stephen, uh, what do you think? I I agree with uh, with Luis. I believe it's. I song. don't have anything better, so I'm on board. So, Asylum's our answer. Asylum would be correct for five. All right. All right. Steal. I told you, Sonny's an idiot. uh, He would never be smart enough to connect the hoop with. (laughs) So he would be smart enough. He would be smart enough to throw it as a curveball, though. So what's the point of the hints? What is going on with the hockey stick? Keep your stick on the ice. It's a hockey horn for celebration, man. Okay. <laughs> this is this is par for the course. Not like much sh- in Minnesota, buddy. But this is ahead. par for the course because oh, Shovel Loudcast oh, usually gets his. <laughs> 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 we see how you guys are doing there. All those Viking championship, all those wild champion. Was it the North oh. Stars they used to have there? What do they used to have over the there? The North what? Yeah. Oh, stars. Uh, okay. That's how so we say it. it. So if you think that's humorous, I can always explain to you that, you know, when people came to this country, All they right. came here okay. and okay. landed in Sunny. Plymouth. So Sunny. we learned the language first. And you guys go back up what's left. and listen to the episode with uh, features, uh, my friend Zeus. He goes into much more detail on that on whatever, never mind episode, I think 24 or 23. Or- <laughs> I don't need to fall asleep. So go on. So yeah, the other four clues you're boring is what you're saying. Oh, I'm sorry. For those I'll, I'll be at nice. Home, for those playing well, at home, I think you actually four... insulted yourself is what I'm getting at. <laughs> no, Not I was talking about listening to that. I'm going <laughs> to mute you both. <laughs> you can't <laughs> mute anything. Oh, this ahead, is going to be rough. I, since, <clears throat> yeah, you guys don't this actually edit. A while. No. All right. So for the folks playing at home, the other four clues would have been. Bruce took his plan to new heights. Seemed like he was getting better by the minute. Eric was a monster on this album. His drumming was unique. Gene must not have shown up to all the recording sessions because JB plays bass on a few tracks. And the last clue would have been the four colors depicting the four members are not copyrighted by anyone. We can use them however we want. Fuck off. Thanks for the feedback. So uh, let's see. The and only can single I ask was a quick Queers question. Uh, that the, the Eric's plane is unique. This is probably his boringest uh, drum record. That would have definitely led people to Creatures of the Night, I think. That, that, yeah, that's like that's a switcheroo no. misdirection. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, just, sounds like I apologize. <laughs> we would um, appreciate yeah, you no, not no. In, injecting your personal opinion in your clues. <laughs> I, I, I will try to uh, not do that next time. Thank you. Uh, it, White Knights was the was the clue, right? The White Knights <laughs> is really what got you there. Because if What's it's the not score, for that, though, you guys it was seven, 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 zero? Seven, hey, zero. Isn't it? You guys got three of them. Five and two. What's wrong with you people? Isn't it five and five and two? Five and two. They didn't get three the last time. No, they got two. Here we go. We'll take it though. We'll take it. We're using the patented shout it out loudcast scoring system for tonight's game. I could have sworn it was three. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
All right. Nothing. So for the grown-up cobras here, this one's a person. So somebody connected to the Kiss family tree. Oh fuck. For ten points. You guys many just want to people... say Rachel Gordon out of the bat. So again, so again, person <laughs> just just anybody that has something to do with um period. That's right. In their history. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, for 10 points, not many people know this, but I was born in Providence, Rhode Island. Steve, are we putting the that down? I got in, this. I got this. The one in Rhode Island? You do. You've got it. I'm, man, I'm a 90%. Really? You want to do oh. one more clue to reinforce your Rhode Island uh, knowledge? Absolutely, because now I think I'm wrong. I think, I, <laughs> I think I'm thinking of a gentleman from Connecticut. Carry on. Mm, okay. That whole area not- is just like a big mush. You know, the whole New New England area. So, Uh Okay, for nine points, I know the real, uh, for nine points, I know the real Wonder Woman personally spent several months with her. Linda Carter? So we got Rhode Island (laughs) and new Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Uh, I'm glad all of you think that the real Wonder Wonder Woman Woman is Linda Carter. (laughs) It's not fucking Linda Carter. Get the fuck out of here. Why? Who's the real Wonder Woman? Yeah, oh, shit, that is it now. No, oh, God. you're, 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 you're thinking okay. recent. She's okay. hot. She's not the real Wonder Woman. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wonder Woman, Because so. they are real. But They're real people. <laughs> She's a yeah. real person. What's her name? I'm sorry. The new one? Gal, Gal Gadot. Got it. Whatever the yeah. fuck her name is. Gal Gadot. She's hot. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yes. Anyways, go ahead, Sonny. All right. So you guys, next clue. All right. For eight points, I have a love hate relationship with the cat man. You know that. So that is sounds like except for you guys. Okay. Sounds like Gene Simmons, but in the corner. But Gene was born in Israel, dipshit. (laughs) (laughs) There is dissension in the (laughs) point. We should have just had six individual teams there. like it well he's only said it about a hundred million times though <laughs> yeah, did, has he ever mentioned that uh... rhode island oh, Linda wow. Car- rhode island wonder woman doesn't like Catman. anybody i'm i got nothing i mean possibly ace but i i think you know, I, I know he was grew up in in the brax uh but uh i'm not sure that uh to be uh, clear to be clear, this doesn't have to be an actual member of KISS. Is that correct, Sonny? That is correct. Okay. That's a good point. I'm, all, I'm okay, sorry so, about the Israel crack, by the way, boy, buddy. Uh, we'll make it up in a couple weeks here. <laughs> all right. So next, is that what you guys are saying here? All right. Next. Yes. Number seven, uh, for seven points. I helped out with a song that landed in the Iron Eagle movie. If it helps, <laughs> it's called Road of the Gypsy. It doesn't help. Cry <laughs> of the Gypsy? It'd be better if that was... That just... when he's driving in the Jeep in the movie before he meets Luke Gossett? <laughs> oh, God. See, there's Murph. Jason Gedrick. Oh, God. Here we go. I got nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing? Nope. All right. For six points, I have a special relationship with all three members of the Ronettes. Special what? All three members of the Ronettes. What? All right. Uh, this is a poony curveball. I, I'm going to throw this out there. What's what's the um, 
Oh god, who's the guy that co-wrote many songs in Asylum? And, and he's uh, god damn, he's got like a mo- the Mohawk and the Jean Bouvier. I'm only saying this because he seems like a guy that name drops and is around <laughs> Hollywood and stuff like that. Just throwing it out there for conversation. No, no, I, for future I think, po- possibility. I, I don't. I think you might. I have no problem with it, but uh, maybe one more clue. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, we have a commanding lead. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Let's, shut let's up. Keep, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep rolling. The other All team right. sucks. Hey, hey. It doesn't matter if we just take random guesses. Hey, hey, is somebody waking Stephen up up there? What's he doing? There he is. Googling the, he's Googling the answers. Again, I challenge you to a duel. Do not Maybe insult my He has one of those Jason Becker setups where he like uses his you eyeball fall, to uh... You're falling asleep back there, buddy. <laughs> I'm thinking. All right. <laughs> so for five points, you know that song, You Make Me Feel Like Dancing? I co-wrote that. Telling oh, you, some, on, some guy like that Leo sounds Sayer like that's Leo Sayer, but who co-wrote it? Come on, oh, Murph. Oh, I, wow. Okay. Wait, what? Do you make me feel like dancing? Leo yeah, Sayer. Leo Sayer. Right. Never mind then. <sighs> that might be a little early for for one more, and then I'm ready to let loose on the bovier. Okay, so for four points, Ace basically wanted nothing to do with me. Until he couldn't finish that shitty song called Torpedo Girl. I guess that's not him then, right? He didn't. No. He was involved in that, wasn't it? First of all, let's back up a little bit. Shitty yeah. song? <laughs> what is, come on, Sonny. That song rules. Do, 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 do. Yes. I didn't say it was shitty. Yeah, yes, you did. He said This person said it was shitty. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a, it's, a, it's a direct I'm going quote. back to, uh, this is Rachel Gordon. I should have just gone with that right away. <laughs> one more clue. Uh, yeah. Next. Okay. One more clue. Yeah. Yep. Next. Van Gogh, Price, McMahon, Wharton. That's easy. No. I got it. I do too. What is it, Jason? Vinnie Poncha. Correct. I agree. That would be correct uh, for yep. three points. Okay. How how did that last clue get you, Vinnie Poncia? Uh, I uh, the opening track on um, Unmasked is uh, the one of the co-writers of uh, what was it? Is that you? Is the last name is McMahon? Okay. That's not exactly how it was supposed to come off is because that, totally that last clue. Yeah. Will the horn play, please? What is that? I it's apologize. Supposed to, it's supposed to be the goal horn. And, and I apologize. Don't, don't be a fucking sound bitch. Like Jesus <sighs> Christ. Having some fun here. It's a go, hockey horn. Yeah. Go ahead. Can't, it doesn't come in. So right, the last I'll, two, I'll, the last two songs. Because I don't been, want to embarrass my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, last, my, just go ahead. Sorry. The last two clues would have been, I co-wrote songs on hot in the shade, but for some reason people keep forgetting that. And the last clue would have been, I sure know something about Peter. He can't really play drums. Oh, so ooh. the way the way this all goes or comes around, uh, he produced the album Portrait for Linda Carter. Uh, the, wow. He did have a co-write on a song on Iron Eagle. He re- co-wrote three of the songs on the only Ronettes album. He did co-write that song with Leo Sayre. He co-wrote wow. Torpedo Girl. And the Van Gogh Price McMahon Wharton Vince. was supposed to be all Vince's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you know how great it would be if, like, if there was somebody who worked with Kiss 
uh, fuck Gal Gadot and worked with Linda Carter. Or, uh, I mean, <laughs> fuck them both. The, the, whole, the whole Wonder Woman thing would have been like this super rouge and I don't know. I live so in a world. All right, so the score's 10 to nothing. Yeah, all right. I want to do a, 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 a halfway. Well, we got more than two points there, didn't we? Yeah, you or got three, three there. It's oh, yeah. Nothing. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. See, he got me fucked up on the eight. We were at seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sonny, just already before the even end, the fact that you have come up with these insane clues, <laughs> my God! And I, like, will I listen say- to the Jeopardies and all this stuff like that. It's amazing. I don't understand <laughs> how your mind works with the numbers and all this crap. But uh, wow. I will, say, so, I, I will say so so far, these clues are much better than Kiss Clues Volume One. We got zero points. Yeah, but who cares? The, cl- the clues are the clues are a little bit more interesting, though. Yeah. Sonny's dying laughing. The, the question the, yeah, but, it, it, he's made it easier, and we have zero points. I didn't say easier. I didn't say easier. I said they're a little bit more interesting to talk about. The other ones were like this this person's middle name. If you add up the letters, it's the birth month when their mother was. You know, <laughs> I mean like, the numbers. Right, yeah, I love the numbers. I love the. He said hoopla. Paul jumped through the hoop, and I'm sitting here oh, with his fist going, "Oh yeah, he did. That was probably pretty, pretty good clue." I should have. Yeah. I gave you way he's too much credit on that. He's way too dumb to do that. It's not enough. Way too much credit on poop for Poonie on that one. <laughs> All right, that, All right. This is where we come in and we go right off the top, Tom, and take 10 number ten. Go. Do it. All right. Oh, so this this is a band. Okay, so remember, it can be any band connected to Kiss via a Kiss member in the band for a period of time, past or present. Black okay. and Kiss. Kiss. So for ten points, we had a shot to win a Grammy for best rock hard <laughs> rock. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we had a shot to win a Grammy for best hard rock performance, but two old fucks won instead. That's the year that Jethro Tull won. I'm assuming. Are they old fucks? Is it two people in that band? Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Definitely a flute. That was yeah, the year that that was Metallica the that was the lost. famous year when everybody thought Metallica was going to run away with the award, but Jethro Tull won for all. That was for Injustice <laughs> for All, right? I think it, I think it was for the, the song One. I think that was that. But anyways, I can't think of any other art. So that if that's I thought if that this was is for where, album. If this is where we're looking at, that's eight. This is eighty eight, eighty nine because okay. Injustice for All came out in eighty eight. But anyways, go ahead. Next clue. All right. So remember, we're looking for a band for yep. nine points in 1998. 1998. Our bass player was voted the best bassist in the Metal Edge Readers' Choice Awards. <laughs> oh man, and this is connected to Kiss. Uh, so it's gonna be okay. So I I I remember those magazines because like an idiot, I used to buy them all the time. Around that time, popular bassist, the one that immediately comes to my head is Nikki Six. Yeah, but not ninety eight. He wouldn't have been voted best bass player in 98. Molly Crew wasn't doing anything. This was 98, 88. He said 98. 98. 1998? Yeah. So I I stopped listening to that music after 91. (laughs) See, the only thing, see, I'm thinking, (laughs) see, 98 came in, I forgot. I I can't believe Metal Edge was still around in 98. That's what I was going to say. Metal Edge, (laughs) I'm I'm thinking the only band that that had a bass play with any name around that time would be like Rex Brown from like Pantera, but nobody in Pantera is like, Flea? Remotely, remotely connected to. All right, next clue. For eight points, we released two albums in two thousand three. The first one sold over a hundred thousand copies. The second one went gold. 
2003? It's not Jesus Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm getting close here, but not close enough. Go ahead. For seven points, when we were looking for drummers to help us out, Ainsley Dunbar had a solid shot, but he just didn't fit in. Oh, God damn it. Very <laughs> 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 The pain. The pain. I'm still back on this 2003 releasing two albums, one that went gold. I'm stuck with what basis the is pop bass. Yeah, 1998 and Metal Edge. Metal Edge doesn't do like. Yeah, but you also got to include music. the fact that they lost to. Well, maybe somebody else won those kind of. Yeah. Awards maybe, all right. And we're fixated on the wrong. I year. think I got it. I just don't get the kiss connection yet. But um, see, it's funny now that he's t- now that he's saying two old guys. I'm wondering if they're referring to like Steely Dan. When they were in like a hot, like a rock performance, like that's what I was thinking of Tommy originally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next clue. For six points, when our top 10, when our top 10 hit single peaked on the charts in 1990, the number one song in the country was nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor. That was late spring 90. Okay. So they had a song that was, that was (laughs) in the Sinead O'Connor expert. They had a song that was popular in 1990 and their bass player won best bassist in 98 and they had a gold record in 2003 that is correct but they released two albums never mind so i'm assuming it means something like an opening act gold in the united states you're talking about a long career with a a popular long career you're talking accolades for a band member and gold records sonny can you read that one again please the last one? Yes. When our top 10 hit single peaked on the charts in 1990, the number one song was Nothing Compares to You. Okay. No, not, not 2003. I was going to say Skid Row, but they, they didn't have a gold record in 2003. They had two more than that for top, for singles. What do you mean? Like I thought, a couple of their songs went high. Like, no, but he uh, said eighteen he, in life. Or their only top ten. No, but I'm going back to the fact that this band had an, a gold record in 2003. That ain't Skid Row. No, that's what I'm saying. That's see, this is what's throwing me off because I can't think of any hair band that would have opened for them getting a gold record in 2003. That, that's exactly that's a that's an that's an interesting. Career the only arc. band I could think of that could do that steal at that age at that level would be Bon Jovi. And Bon Jovi doesn't have just one top 10 hit. So now I'm going to grunge who had an album who opened up for them. That's grunge. So I'm going down the line. I would start thinking Allison change stone temple pilots. Yeah, but no gr- two albums. Nope. Nope. But no grunge band. Had, well, no grunge wasn't around in 1990 when this band had a top 10 hit. Yeah, this they wouldn't bit, have had You're right. right. It's too All early right. for them. You're right. All right. Next clue. For five points. On August 5th, 2006, a great, a crazed group of fans protested in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Flame in Cleveland to get us enshrined. When the 2000 inductees were announced, we still weren't chosen. If they don't get it, I got it. That's like every band. All right. Um, Now I'm thinking Cheap Trick. A band that had a really long. No way they've had one top 10 hit. 
No, no, no. He didn't anything. say no. He didn't say he didn't say it was only one top ten hit. He said they oh. had a top ten hit in nineteen ninety. Okay, I thought it was something along the lines that they're one top. They're one. And okay, if I, so, it's and not. If I, no, and if I recall correctly, didn't they have? A, but then again, Cheap Trick wouldn't be in Metal Edge magazine, right? And who the fuck is their bassist? <sighs> that pretty looking guy. This is. A, oh, I, I no longer it. think I have it. This, this is this is. There are so many things that aren't adding up here. All right, next one. For four points, Eric Singer has co-written one song for us. It wasn't exactly a charting hit. This is killing me. God damn it. Okay. Eric Singer. Okay, he played with Alice Cooper, but Alice Cooper didn't have a top 10 hit in 1990. He could have with that song, Poison. Not not top 10, though. That song went high. Yeah. What other f- numbers would f- what other Wait, clues I- would his be with Poison? I don't think Alice Cooper fans were protesting him in the Hall of Fame. I'll tell you that. Oh, and Al- did Alice Cooper have a gold record in 2003? No. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, this is going to kill me right now. I'm so annoyed. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, for three points. We are one of the few groups that Adam Lambert has sang with on stage. Well, it's not Queen because Queen. <laughs> well, wait a minute. They could have put out two records in 2003 after. Yeah, but what would be the Queen connection with Kiss? Freddie Mercury died in 1990. Maybe they could release something. No, like... he died the same day as Eric Carr. Yeah, he died the same day as Eric Carr, which was 1990. One. I'm sorry. That's right. 91. Can I be a pussy magnet like Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Let's we, we, we will get we will gung ho for big points here. Now we're down to two. For two points, two of the band members take credit for making the logo. We aren't sure if that's accurate or not. Dude, we don't know enough about other shitty bands to to win these games. We don't I know. All right, we're gonna go down. We're gonna go all the way we down need, to one point. We we're need, gonna go down to. We, we need like okay. a, like the one point. than hell so guys on this. We're team. going to we're listen, going to, listen to this one close. One point. This okay. Sucks. You ready? Coronavirus. Whatever. We've been masked up for a while now. Oh man, I've heard that comment. Now the metal edge thing is kind of making a point. And uh, are we talking about Slipknot? 1990 though? Oh no, 1990. No, wait, 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 wait. That wasn't no. No, no, you're right. 1990. They didn't have a top 10 hit. I'm thinking of, I'm going back to metal edge gold records in 2003. Think of a popular bassist. Dude, we can't even get this on the last clue. We've been masked up for a while. Unmasked. This is horrible. Now I'm embarrassed, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. I guys know. might as well take a guess because it was what, the what's last, the last What's the last clue? Say it again. Coronavirus, whatever. We've been masked up for a while now. That's why I said Slipknot, but they weren't around in 1990. Oh, what's the... I'm like, war. <laughs> um, who wears a mask or something over their face or a helmet or something that could have had a hit or makeup or something? The fucking Teletubbies? I don't know. 
don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Dude, guess something, right? Um, yeah, got to guess something. Uh, red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers would be incorrect. Grown Up Cobras, do you want to take a guess? Because you got nothing to lose. What, what do you think, guys? Um, I'm actually kind of leaning the gore way. There, a bunch of... None of the hints all line up together. I know I heard they don't. that fucking comment, though. Um, I remember when I said it, my kind of like my eye, my eyes rolled like, oh, that's clever. Wait a minute. Um, man. Can I, can I clear? Can we clarify what you said again, Sonny? Yeah. Here, so, here's the thing I'm confused about. Like you said, they had in 1990, they had a hit album or single top 10 single. They had a top 10 hit single top 10 hit single One chart. No. A billboard. Yeah, billboard. Oh, billboard. billboard okay. has 100. fucking 100. Hot 100. Yeah. I always talk hot 100. Okay, okay. all right. Okay. Top 10. Nine, yeah. 98 right. bass player, 2006 protest to get the, the Hall of Fame. 2003, two albums released. One went gold. One went gold. Was a, one went gold. <laughs> 98 Metal Edge Magazine bass player of the year. Like, I, I can't. I go the only. Yeah. I'm hung up on the Ansley Denbar thing. I've yeah. heard that. <laughs> Can I guess yeah, this? No, that, that's actually a good Hurry one. And uh, guess yeah? something. Okay, so go there. Guess. Sonny, don't give the answer away because Zeus might have another guess, even though yeah, it won't yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So, guys, you want to take where, a guess? Where are you going, Steven? I ju- I, what? Quiet Riot. Riot? Riot? No. But who, who no, I mean, that, that no, It doesn't make sense. I was going to say Iron Maiden with Steve Harris, but that doesn't make sense because I'm the albums towards- and uh, the top 10 hit. I'm leaning towards like winger or slaughter or something like that. Masked like, up though? I don't know. When they posted that, he did some picture that kind of tied into something. Um Dude, keep in mind it's a band, and you guys yeah. are going with bands. That's good. Right. That had a KISS member in it, past or present. And there was never a KISS oh. member in fucking Iron Maiden. Oh, so here's here's the thing where i get i get stuck on the only, i did have one idea of alice cooper because 1990 that song poison maybe that's what zeus, yeah, that's what zeus was it, thinking too but then, but then a bass player wh- who's a really notable in the, winger in the, was in his uh, base i, I think we go player. with alice cooper uh, what do you think steven wait a minute i thought I, you were I don't have, no i don't have no, anything better yet. they didn't guess yet i don't have anything better so go for it alice cooper so Alice Cooper's incorrect. So that's hold that's on. Wrong. Wait, Zeus had a guess. No, no yeah, I'm wrong. I was going to say Iron Maiden, but even oh, okay. that, I'm like, wait a minute. It doesn't fit top 10. All right, go okay. ahead, Sonny. What is it? The answer is Kiss. I said that. I fucking I texted him as a joke. I, I, I thought that was going to, you're, you're, Dude, let, me help you. let me help you. They had a Damn shot to win Best Hard Rock Performance in 1999, Page and Plant one. The two Damn albums they released in 2003. Simply Alive 4 and Millennium Collection, All the right. best of Kiss. Right. <laughs> I'm leaving Dunbar. Dunbar. Open for Kiss and, for some reason. Are you Anthony Dunbar serious? Yeah, and I was said supposed kiss. to be on the God Dave Rock. Yeah, as a joke. Yeah. And, I had Anthony Kiss Dunbar. too. I, I, like early on, I was like, this is Kiss. But I was like, well, wait, no, isn't this supposed to be? For some reason, I thought it had to be someone who opened for Kiss. Typical no. fucking <laughs> poony. Ansley Dunbar was asked to do God gave rock and roll to you, but then of course Eric wanted to do it. Forever was the top ten single I was talking yeah, about. It was. There you of go. Of course, Steven. 
It was on American Idol. And Adam Lambert, he played with them. That the did, only uh, singer song that, is "Back to the Stone Age." The way That's you, it. you, the way you started this was, you were saying that yeah, the old Sunny Switcheroo. Yeah, something to do with Kiss. Not this is the could be Kiss. This is the ultimate Switcheroo. <laughs> oh no! I'll tell you right now, Sonny. This week's poll is going to be did Sonny fuck up on the Kiss question? But that's why we love you. The, oh my uh, god! I want to hear uh, either either Tom or Zeus do your uh, your phrase about when you get really upset with them. What do you say for him to do during the show? Just show him. Show okay. there's the door or whatever. What, what do you say? What do you say? Eat a dick. <laughs> Jericho. All right. So growing up Cobras, you ready? You're next yep. here. All right. This one is a song. So this is a kiss song that released on a kiss studio album forever. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> You're going to love clue. Number 10. Paul plays rhythm guitar on the track. Okay. Oh. Right. <laughs> Fucking poony. You're right. fired. <laughs> So uh, we'll, we'll say hey, next. that just knock out some of the songs. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. For nine points, unless the release police want to correct me, this was the fourth single released in the month of February in Kiss's entire career. Oh my God. It's a random. So February. Yeah. Hold on. It was the Wait, fourth. What say, again? Say that one more time. Fourth. So unless the release police want to correct me, this was the fourth single released in the month of February in Kiss's entire career. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to try to milk through that next. What yeah, about don't, you guys? Don't, don't, yeah. Next. So for eight points, the single only charted in Germany, and it peaked at number 71 there. Ooh, nice. A big hit. <laughs> well, hold on. You want to keep going? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with next. Yeah. Okay. So for seven points, it's the first song on side two of its album, but normally it's not considered the best song on that side. It's the first song. And, and it's a single. It's the single is the first song on side two of its album, but it's not normally considered the best song on that side. All right, so let's think of some weird. The reason I was saying to pause on the Germany stuff is let's think like, what, what was the first song on the side two of Unmasked? Wasn't that like, I, was, I think Unmasked is, well, shit, yeah, it just is the I'm just saying there's some weird times where like they would do okay somewhere else. I was going with Flaming Youth because, you know, Hitler Youth, but. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no on that. I apologize. This is my go to. Apologize for yourself, prick. That's right. Uh, no, I, but no, going back to that, what's what is the first song on on uh, Second Side of Unmasked? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Okay, so that was I think that was some type of single, ish, maybe. If the Germans love, like you know, talking about the next day. So, read that clear again, Sonny. It's the first song on side two of its album, but it's normally not considered the best song on that side. Got it. Okay. Oh, hold on. This is is the is the is it supposed to be guess the album? Is that what it is? Or guess the song? No, it's guess the song. Guess I'm gonna song. say it's 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 you wanted the best, you got the best psycho circus that was released as a single. And look at look at look at this. This is Poonie's thing. Come on. When did, when, all did, the clues. When, did, when did Psycho Circus come out as a, the, the actual album? Was that like fall? 
it came out, uh, I'm going to say fall. And then they just threw that, that bullshit song out there to try to get it to chart and never charted here. So up, it's right there. Everything is there from Pony's description. It's like the hoopla. That he, we don't. This not. is the, this is this we, is the hoopla that he missed, and he knocked it out of the park in this one. It's right wait there. A wait a minute. Do you want to go for the home run here, or do you no, want to do it? Do it. No, do it. Let's, oh do my it. god. Do it. Come Come on, it's not considered the, the best. Touch. It's not considered the best song, and it starts. That song starts off side two. It's right there. Listen to reason. That's, that's not you your point. You, you will Hold know. On. You marked this day. This is the day that we lost points. You just remember that when we go. We go next. Because <laughs> Tommy's favorite song is the let's, best song on that album. I, I just want to hear Steven talk. If that's all just, right. Yeah. You know just listen is? to reason. On, We're already ahead of the game. We got nothing to lose if we you let got, it go. <laughs> nothing to lose. Yeah. That's not Jeopardy. They don't take the points away. I mean, I. <laughs> The best song on that album is Tom's favorite song. I pledge you. Pony, what? It says it's not considered. It's not considered the best song. I know because, as Tom would say, I pledge allegiance is the best song. Absolutely. What? What? What's the point value right now? Seven. And what's the overall score? Next, dude. You know we're not going to. We're not going to get it. So, we suck um, at these games. You know what that. Say next, guys. Please, I, I'm asking you to go next to reinforce that this is that was the right answer. Please, next. Okay. If it helps, this song is on the box set released in 2001. Uh, it does not help. <laughs> uh, I, I think that song was on there. Good guess. I was, I was just going to say that may have thrown your thing for a curveball there. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good lead, but I, I, I can't. Fuck, it might be on there. Who goddamn knows? They, they really only. Whatever. Worst box. I don't think. It, I'm, I'm not even sure <gasps> it was. No. Next. You know what we I should do? Really... Release a box set that's not for the diehards, but for you know Oprah. Oprah might want a, a nice overview of Kiss. Yeah, here you go, Oprah. <laughs> All right. So for five points, personally, I think wrestling's hella stupid. But the Stud Stable used this song as their entrance song in the late eighties. Fuck, late eighties. Oh my god, now late eighties. All right, so now I'm going to go back and go. It was a single, and it was the first song inside to use the late '80s, a million to one. Uh, Zeus, are you start. Are you, are you uh, connecting any dots on with this, Zeus? Yeah, late they all 80s. contradict each other. Exactly, that's my problem. Starts off well, side two. The wrestler used it in the late '80s. It could have been released in fucking 1698 for all we know. But uh, that is true. Did, uh, did I love it loud do so bad that it never charted anywhere here? Only in oh, I think it's I love it loud. What were the other clues again? Um, we got uh, a second release in February. That that jive. Time wise, because that record was released in but, October. But, but, but no, no, what, no, that was the debut single. That was the lead single. Who was the wrestling again? Stud Stable. It's Stud, not. I love it loud. I love it loud was the lead single on Creatures. So is that wasn't didn't come out in. It February? would not have been February. Absolutely okay, not. Okay, that would okay. have been like September, October. And and still, where are we going with the whole best? Is there some kind of other besides my guess? Is there anything that has best or? Some kind of connection there as far what's as what's that, that re- what's the clue against Sonny with best? Yeah. It's the first song on side two of its album, but it's not normally considered the best song on that side. Okay. Best is one letter away from Beth. <laughs> oh Jesus. Back Christ. to my flaming youth conspiracy. I don't think that's <laughs> being used by a wrestler though. 
Yeah. <laughs> not not that. Flaming Youth is the oh. song. Mm. No one's no wrestlers that coming out. the best no, song. No, no that... wrestler is coming out to Flaming Youth. <laughs> it's not. That's not happening. If you're gonna come out, there really is no better song to come out to. Actually, you. that's a good point. If you're gonna come out, that's a good song. That's true. Yeah. When was the single and, released, dude? Dumb it down. That joke is too clever. When? Not, yeah, not on you, our that was one of the clues. When was it released? February. February. Yeah. Just the month, but not. We don't know the year. And it was. It's the first song inside too. What's um? Shit. Let me just hammer through this. So. Not considered the best. There's Fuck, something about uh, Love Gun. Mm-hmm. No. That's that a... wouldn't have been February anyway. Yeah. You can you count all the fucking solo albums too, or oh they, they uh, yeah, yeah. None of them would have had February singles. Um, shit, you might be onto something with this tomorrow thing, but I don't know. Oh wait, we were, we ruled out some tomorrow for a reason, didn't we? Well, yeah, I mean it's got to be a rocker. I, I don't see any wrestler coming out to tomorrow either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be good today. I'm getting my ass kicked today. But tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, I'll be really good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's mm, man. All you right, come back tomorrow, Stephen. Do you got something, or you want to? I say think next? we're back to next. you wanted the best. Wait, wait, no, late. Yeah, 80s. but can't because it said fuck, late eighties. Fuck. Um, next. Yeah. Next. All right. So for four points, this song, love theme from Kiss, finale from The Elder, and back to back to the Stone Age all have something in common. All right. Do the three again. Love theme. Love theme, finale from The Elder, back to the Stone Age, and this song all have something in common. What? They're probably all like the exact same length or something mundane like that. Poonie. <laughs> or in poonies. They're in probably poonies all like three minutes all... and 22 seconds long. Poonies. They all say end they in a three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next. Okay. For three points. This song was nominated for an MTV Video Music Award for Best cinema- Cinematography, but it did this not win. A, this is a Kiss song? Kiss song. So it's got to be later. It's got to be after. It's got to be mid '80s to late '80s. I'm going with. Um, uh, is it "Thrills in the Night" or "Under the Gun"? Which one? The thrill, no, it, "Thrills in the Night" was never actually really released as a video. No, yeah, they had a video for it. So, no, it did. did what well, didn't actually like was one of those like lost gems that like it uh, was like uh, we, concert footage. Remember? But it was an actual MTV video. Yeah, it was actually, it was actually nominated for best cinematography. Well, I'm not saying that. That's that'd right. be the answer, but right. they did a video for Thrills. Yeah, the night. what the it's like a concert video. It's, it's okay. terrible. I mean, it's bad cinematography. That again, the wrestler thing that makes it like uh, who's walking? It's, like, it's a, it's a thrills first. in the night. Thrills in the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. Woo! That's right. Passion taking. That's not good. The second song. A million to one. <laughs> you think it's off of Lick It Up? <laughs> I can't. I, and remember, it's I, the I don't first have song. Better, better pick. First song on the second side. Second side. There you go. I first song on the second side. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. It's fucking. I got it. It's got to be all hell's break. Wait. Cinematography? 
Yeah. All, I'm thinking all hell's breaking loose, guys. Well, then, then you got, yeah, you got that. You got a wrestler coming out. Here's this guy. All hell's breaking loose. Where, where you didn't have to do a whole lot to really kind of be cutting edge. Nope. I'm going to go with you because that was released as a single. It didn't chart here. That's a good thing for a wrestler. Hold on. Let me think of anything else. Well, but wait, hold on. Love theme, finale, and Stone Age. What the hell does that have to do? Oh, hold on. Does does there four co-writers on Love Theme from Kiss? Oh, there there's is, yeah. four. There's four co-writers. I'm thinking of Puni deep dive here. So uh, numbers. We got it. We got it. Is that it? Yes. Agreed. Okay. okay. Let's do it. All hell's breaking loose. Team. All hell's breaking loose is correct for okay. three points. What was the best thing then? Was this just a, a silly phrase? I knew it from I'm the wrestling. I'm getting to that. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. getting to that. So let me give you the last two clues. The uh, For two points, it would have been 879 days later, Walk This Way was released, and Paul was jealous. And then the, I have uh, made that clue, claim for years. <laughs> and then Kiss the last clue would have been, now. these four men are not what you would call handsome men. Okay. Um, so uh, let's see. The, think about the song on side two well, for Lick not, It Up. Yeah, because to me, that's just like, you know, Zeus, Stephen... Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Pooney and uh, Murph. <laughs> so, um, side two on Lick It Up is a million to one, fits like a glove, dance all over your face, and on the eighth day. All Hell's Breaking Loose is normally not considered the best song on that side. That's what I was trying to say. Who? Again, personal opinion injected in these clues. Uh, uh, I, say I don't agree. know. I agree, Elsie. Put that That's on the poll, yes. and I guarantee you it doesn't win. Wasn't a pun? There's the opinion. Paul. We're going to do that goddamn poll. But but Elsie uh, did get that love theme from Kiss finale and Back to the Stone Age, and All Hell's Breaking Loose are the only four songs where all four oh, members get a call right. The most amazing thing about this whole clue is the fact that it took four people to write the back back from the Stone. Age. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I'm just all right. You, and, and, you and, just uh, gave uh, a gushing uh, review to Elsie, and I got the fucking song. <laughs> I apologize. Well done, Paco. <laughs> Oh, hey, again, do not, do not slight. The right answer I got. All right, I dare you guys to tell me what the score is. <laughs> a lot to a little. Nothing. It's a lot to nothing. nothing. Thirteen nothing. Thirteen nothing. See, this is. It's kind of like when I play Jeopardy. My goal is to finish with zero. So let's go. Well, this clue is going to uh, help you with that. What's so this category? is a person. a person. This is a person. Oh, great. Here we go. All right. So for ten points. I was born on the 121st day of the year, and Ray Parker Jr. was born on the same day 15 years earlier. Here Typical we go. <laughs> Typical Why does that clue. matter? All right, hold Ray on. Ray Parker Jr. was born. Here Typical Pooney clue. Go ahead. Next one. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait a sec. Was it a leap year? Okay, Murphy. Was it a leap year? Was it a leap year? I don't know. <laughs> All right, for nine points. I helped out Third Eye Blind in 1999 when they released the album Blue. Next. That album probably blew too, but. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay. Yep. For eight points, I wrote a monthly column for a magazine for a while. No, it was not Time or National Geographic. And I, I, I missed what the, the, the category was. Person. A person. Okay. What was Just the first clue? Or... First clue was I was born on, on the 121st day of the year, and Ray Parker Jr. was born on the same day 15 years earlier. Well, that's not Carmine of Peace, then. <laughs> Next. 
<laughs> well, you right. did write an article. Oh, I remember uh, he I used like to one. write from uh, in like circus or something. I think he, he wrote a what? Zoo? He used to write an article for circus or Out, what's the article. other one? What's the <laughs> other one? Metal Edge, Hit Parader. He did. I know. I remember he. Used oh, to I know. Yeah. Yeah, but well, like obviously it's not him because he's fucking older than everybody. Yeah. Times two. <laughs> All right. All right. For seven points. I was in a dentist's waiting room when my life changed. Oh, here we go. This is, this is, see, I thought the whole game was going to be these kinds of ridiculous clues. When he <laughs> had a tooth pulled and now he can whistle through his mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Louis Rocco. Ah, here we go. I got tooth uh, decay. Ah! <laughs> Next. Mr. Rocco. Mr. Louis Rocco. Mr. <laughs> for six points i studied journalism at memphis ah. state university my parents had just divorced and my mom and i were living nearby rachel gordon <laughs> <laughs> next all right for five points 1997 was a good year for me both dennis rodman and i shared the limelight for a minute any mm, better it's rodman the fucking leader from North Korea. <laughs> What's his name? Four. Next. Kim Un. Whatever his fucking name is. The good thing uh, is not Kyle. Who? For, for, for four points. Have you ever seen the mov- movie Who's Your Daddy? I show my bare chest about 45 minutes in. It's not hairy like Paul's. Steven. Carrie Stevens. I, n- I never saw that movie. Murph? No. His, his wife? Uh, I'm just hearing you guys doing Arnold impersonations now. <laughs> Who's your dad? Who's your dad? <laughs> what does he do? Shannon Tweed? <laughs> Who else has showed their tits? I don't know. I, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. What's it but, called? But this is Who's someone your daddy? That... Who's your daddy? What's that one about? I don't know. About uh, daddy from the, the great state of Indiana. <laughs> Exactly. There you go. There was the easy joke. No, oh, who's your dad? Nice. All right, next one. What does he do? Okay, so for three points, many people believe I'm hotter than Donna Dixon. Oh, that's a good clue. I'm not one of those people. This is not personal preference. <laughs> it sounds like it is. How is this not Carrie? Have any of these cross her out Sonny you said that this person shares the same birthday as Ray Parker who was born 15 years later Ray, Ray who? 15 years earlier oh, 15 sorry, years Ray Parker earlier. Jr. is older Ray oh, Parker is older it's, okay. it, we're talking about Ray Parker <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Ray Parker mm, Parker 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 uh okay. Dude, it, who else would it be? I don't have anything connected. Has anything Dr. has anything ca- crossed her out? No, who but there's it? nothing that said that's Carrie. Someone showed their tits in a fucking movie. Who else would be around Kiss doing that? You're assuming <laughs> that you're assuming that that's Shannon that, Tweed. You're assuming that clue refers to somebody showing their. Tits. I don't know when who's your daddy came out. I don't either. What is that about? Uh, I, I don't say- know. It's about I would say dads. Carrie Stevens. <laughs> I would say Carrie. This is why we get zero points every game we play. Just go with Carrie. 
Do it, Zeus. Pick it. Why am I picking it? Because you think it. <laughs> I just threw it out there. I'm on. I have no uh, clue. Neither do I. I'm making the call. Carrie Stevens. Final, Final answer. answer. Final yep. answer. Carrie, Carrie Stevens. Stevens is correct. Oh! All right. Three points. Uh, all right. right. So We're not shut out. On the board. <laughs> all right. So the last, the last two clues would have been. My first television appearance was on the soap opera Days of Our Lives, which was in 92, by the way. And then the last clue would have been Fox. Foxes are hot. Foxes are hotter and cuter than kitty cats. Okay. Okay. So she was born 5169, 15 years. She was in the Third Eye Blind video, Never Let You Go. She wrote a monthly hey. column for Hot Moms Club. She was spotted by a Hollywood agent at the dentist's office. She was playmate of the month in June 97, and Rodman was in the same damn magazine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said 94 when you mentioned the question. No, I said, no, I said 97. No, you said 94. You <laughs> said 97. So, there you go. All right. It's 13 to 3. Yeah, we're on the board. Oh, All right. Man, I didn't know this wrong. was going to be hard work. All right. Uh, growing up Cobras, yours is a person on the Kiss family tree here. All right. For 10 points, the number one song in the U S on the day I was born was save the last dance for me by the drifters. Oh boy. Oldie. Okay. Next. Yeah. Next. Yeah. For nine points, my given full name is 22 letters long. Jesus. Oh my God. Again, with this number <laughs> crap. Again with the numbers, he loves the numbers. His full name in, 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 okay, 22. His given full name, 22 letters. Mm-hmm. How okay. many letters are in Eat are we, a Bag we, of Dicks? <laughs> eat a Bag of Dicks. Uh, are there, uh, are there, uh, you're counting middle name in there? Yes. Oh. Full given name. So it's a uh, Bill Schwarzenberg, uh, a coin. <laughs> <laughs> that 22? He's old. Next. <laughs> Okay, for eight points. He's dead. Are we going next? Yes. Okay. For eight points, my mom was a classically trained violinist and singer. I have tried singing violins too hard. It's not your place. <laughs> and the drifters, so that would be like a 50 song guy. So, so, right. So he would be probably a little. Older than the members of Kiss, the the person would be a little older than someone in Kiss. What what's we're talking forty nine Gene Paul forty nine fifty. So he might even be younger. I, I think they're younger than Kiss. Is what I'm getting right. at. Yeah. Okay, right. Not a lot, but uh, yep, yep, yep. I'm good with next. Yeah. If you guys want to keep going, so I'm next. All right, so for seven points, I joined a band called Shake the Faith and released an album called America the Violent in 1994. The Faith. Man, I own that record. (laughs) I have the the picture disc record store day version. (laughs) Um, I I waited in line for three hours. It was gone. Yeah. Um, oh, are you Steven? No. Can you can you go back over the clues though? Yeah. Number one song on the day I was born was "Save the Last Dance" for me. My given full name is twenty two letters long. 
Mom was a violinist and a singer. I've tried singing, don't like violin. Joined a band called Shake the Faith and released an album called America the Violent in 1994. Okay, and this is a person, correct? It is a person. Okay. Doesn't like the violin. That seems like that's um No, I, I have a suspicion because I did hear uh or read that this person's mom was a singer and a violinist, but I can't remember whether she played piano or was a violinist. Say it. No. Next say it. Say one it. More. <laughs> one more. I'm, All right. I'm holding it on. <laughs> For six points. I provided backing vocals on the Loverboy album, loving every minute of it. I just happened to be around that day. <laughs> All right. Who did it? Fucking do, but I was on that record. <laughs> I, I do. I do have a guess. All that right. So blows. I knew Loverboy would bring you up. Bring do you, it. Do it. Front. What do you got, Steven? What do you think it is? I think it's Tommy Thayer. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with that. You guys, you guys going with that? You guys good with that? Yep. Tommy Thayer. Yep. Tommy Thayer is correct for yeah. six Amazing. Points. Good guess. Nice wow. job. The rest of the clues. Well good done, job, Steven. Steven. Well, well done. done. That, that, yeah. that right there is yeah, the... See, uh, they have Steven. What do we got, Murph? Oh, uh, here it is. <laughs> hey, Murph yeah, knew about yeah. White Knights, though. Here it is again. Like, I, I nail all hell's breaking loose, and he wants all the goddamn credit because it has his name in the title. And he's like, way to go, Steven. You're my favorite <laughs> team member. I hate Baco. Oh God! Uh, we we are not having pizza together in Nashville. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, so the rest never, of the clues were: on. I co-wrote a Maybe song called "Blind down. Faith" for the shitty movie called "Bad Channels" in '92. Martha Quinn was in the movie. Oh, you know who uh, else was in that? For, Ron Keel, favorite guest of the Cobras of Fire uh, podcast. Ooh, okay, she was the, ro- the, the rock and roll cowboy. Yeah, uh, no, metal cowboy. Oh, jackass. whatever. Sorry. <laughs> out of your butt there. Sorry. <laughs> the four the four point clue was in ninety in nineteen eighty four. Uh, I worked with a producer that worked on Love at First Sing just a few months earlier. Oh. Uh, all our album didn't do that well. Um, in two thousand and seven, I visited the Marines of Camp Pendleton, played a few songs. It was aired on A and E on Gene's Family Jewels. Uh, number two would have been I donate all my royalties from my signature Hughes and Kettner amp to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And the last clue would have been my first real band was inducted into Oregon Music Hall of Fame. In <laughs> I, I would have got it at that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon? Let's do it again. For right. sure. So, I by the way, his... That one, that would have, like, landed it for me. I... <laughs> his full given name is Thomas Cunningham Thayer. Cunningham? All right. Know. My name is Richie Cunningham. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it's 19 to 3. All right, we're getting close. We need a few big ones. (laughs) (laughs) We were better off getting those three points. Oh, I know. I wanted to be shut shut out loud cast. You are going to love this one. Oh, boy. So this this category is event. All right, but how how many questions are left? Two. Okay. All right, we gotta we gotta get this. <laughs> we got a lot of so, losses. An event is any major event in history. Now, major is relative. All right, especially tie, when you're we gotta determining get, what's major. Hey, to tie, we got to get eight. Right? Okay. Nothing less than eight. So here we go. That ain't gonna happen. To tie, I know. And they, get, 16, and they get right? <laughs> and they get oh, zero. <laughs> you know, you lose by sixteen, right? Shut your mouth. And you only have one question left. Oh. Oh, I thought it was the other each. For uh, never mind. I thought it was each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Shut your mouth. <laughs> for 10 points. 
Steve Gerber has said that a lot of the final ideas was his doing for this event. The fuck is Steve Gerber? I uh, think um, Baby Food Company. <laughs> no. He's the guy I work with. Next. Dave. For nine points, February 21st is a very important date for this event. Is that when they showed up on the Grammys? I don't know. Murph. Nine points. I, 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 read me the first question again. The Grammys in February? The first clue was Steve Gerber has a lot to do with the final ideas. And the last clue was February 21st is a very important date for this event. Yeah, but it's not going to always be February 21st. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah, the Grammys used to be in February. All right, why, let's do one more because we'll try to guess at eight. So for eight points, Sean Delaney absolutely hated the original idea. Nope. Helped form the new idea that actually came to life. Hated the original idea. Okay, Sean Delaney formed the new thing. Sean Delaney hated the original idea of the solo albums. February is when they came out. So what is it again? It's an event. It's an event. It's an event. There you go. That's as good as any. I'm. I know Sean Delaney hated the original idea of the solo albums, and they came out in February. Wait, wait. Did they come out in February or September? Yeah, I think you're right. September 18th, along with yep. like 50 other albums by theirs. But February 21st, and that's Steve Gerber. We would have known that name if he had anything to do with the solo albums. I don't know that name. All right, next one. We'll, let's. We'll, we're just going to throw caution. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, go wait. back again. What was the Sean Delaney? Sean Delaney absolutely, absolutely hated the original idea and then helped form the new idea that came to life. I got it. Okay. Sean Delaney was not in the band, was not with the band that long. So this is something like like the the Mike Douglas episode or one of the people's choice award. They won that ABC ABC. People's choice. Sean Delaney hated the original idea. Is it people too? Double platinum. He produced it. We got to guess. Whoa. Just guess. Who gives a shit? I have a suspicion as well. Double platinum, there. Zeus, actually might be good. Yeah, but wouldn't he say album? He said event. So it could be like the it could be like the release of. The, oh, no. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah. No, the solo albums came out in, in September, so the February 21st date isn't going to apply to that. Baco, check your phone. How about the uh, how about the uh, comic book? Putting the blood in the comic book? Sean, eh, I don't think Sean Delaney would have hated that. It's an event, right? Yeah, correct. Could they have come out in February of t- whatever, 70-whatever? What come out? Oh, how about the movie? The movie came out in October, though. But maybe they started filming it. What is the Delaney one? 
Delaney absolutely hated the original idea and helped form the new idea that came to life. What's the February 21st clue? February 21st is an important date for this event. Yeah, that has nothing nothing to do with Phantom of the Park. It's also not President's Day. Maybe they started filming it. Uh, Look, it's for an event. I'm going to say it it could be Phantom or it could be the release of the solo albums. It's not released the solo albums. Those came out in September. But I'm saying February 21st could have been an important date where they signed the contract. to to I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't think that's it, but maybe they started recording them. I don't know. Let's just guess Phantom started filming. Do it. Why am I like, all right, Phantom, uh, guessing that they're because well, we, because we, because we want to guess at number at, at, at eight points. We don't want to, we don't want to go for another one. There it is, Sonny. Go ahead. Okay. So Phantom is incorrect. All right. So growing up Cobras, you got a free guess here. <clears throat> you don't get any don't more clues know. though. Yeah. A few ideas here. I was thinking the kissing contest because I was thinking February and February 21st. I'm not really sure how that ties in because there's a couple different dates for the the release of that record, uh, the the debut album that, but neither one of them are the 21st. So Stephen, you had uh, it's, it's, def- it's definitely that I think it's February 20th, or I know it's in February. I thought it was eight 18th or eight or something. I just. Uh, but do they did? But was Sean there all the way at the beginning? I guess he was. Yeah, Bill. Sean was there before they okay. got signed. He okay. came with Bill Alcoin. So okay. he would have been there right away, but Stephen had an idea about uh, that. It's the um, uh, I, I, I guess the event would be the dumping of the make uh, the blood into the comic book. Yeah, because I know Steve Gerber is a comic book writer. That's all I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, there that's you go. Why I've heard oh. the name. Fuck. There you go. Yeah, we got to go that way. Yep, I think that's the word. agreed. So is that what you're going with? Yeah. That would be correct for a wow. points. Wow. And we even threw that around as an as an idea, Zeus. Yeah. So let me Great tell job. you the rest of the Great job, Baco and Steven. Good guy. Yeah. Good job, gentlemen. <laughs> so Ooh. let me tell you the rest of the Ooh. clues and then yep. uh we'll go we'll go from there. <laughs> well so the, I, I'm not a hypocrite. I do not want any credit because I I was not going where Steven was. So see oh, I'm, I, I'm all on board, man. Come you down. Know? You're running a little hot. Yes. So I run the clue high, for, especially on the clue, for, the clue for seven points would have been Gene has said that the subject of seduction of the innocent also connects with this event. Six would have been other important things happened the same year. Raider won the Super Bowl. Richard Pryor co-hosted the Academy Awards, and Marvin Lee a day released his most popular album. By the way, that's Meatloaf. Uh, five would have been the initial ideas of what would later become the Talisman spawned from this event. Four would have been Stan was in the car when the band was on the way to the event. According to Stan, Gene wouldn't shut the fuck up. Uh, three was would have been Carol Ross said this event was not a publicity stunt. It was real. Carol Ross was their public, uh, publicist at the publicist. time. That would have be, sealed it. It, it could be yeah. both, to be honest with you. I'd... Yeah. Two, with all we know today, Fauci would never allow this to happen again. And one, <laughs> A minuses and B minuses are hard to get unless you know the nurse. She will make sure her hands are not too cold before she touches you. So what happened with Sean Delaney is he was in the room, saw the drawings, ripped them up in front of Stan Lee. Wow. And then started redrawing. Stanley. Wow. What, what was the February 21st reference, though? I didn't understand that one. Oh yeah, that was the day the blood was drawn. Oh okay. Fuck. 
Uh, all right. Good one. <laughs> and that was the day that my daddy died. <laughs> Never all right. got so a the chance last... to meet him. Oh, <laughs> it was the 5th of September. One? Oh, yeah. I'm all right, sorry. So... You're right. Sorry, Zeus. Let's get the that last right. Here Don't fuck with the is, temptations. It's for uh, growing up cobras. Uh, it's a person, by the way, in the Kiss family tree. So, so wait a minute. So this is the last question. And what yep. is the, They got something there. What was their score? It's like 27 to three. 27 <laughs> to three. <laughs> and they're trying to add to the lead here. They're, oh, they're you know, oh, running up the score. Refrigerator, Perry, running in the end zone. <laughs> That's pretty All much right. it. We need a ringer, Tom. We need a ringer. So for ten points, we've said I was many once- times. We we've said many times on the show that we're not here because we know stuff. We've said that. We <laughs> said that on our show all the damn time. time too, many, so I don't know. you don't come to our show for facts. Did exactly. you just say exactly? Many times. I'm with you. I'm on Tom's side. I think Pooney actually sets it up to like like he's gotten to know you guys so well that that like he's like, well, these are the questions. They're not obviously you know different, but he knows which ones you won't get. Of course, many times my father, you know, father and I sat at this table. <laughs> many times about our future, about your future, about my future, my, my future, my future. You ever talk about my ex-wife that way again? I will end you. Now you lost. I will, me. I will fucking end you. All How's right. So for ten points, you guys ready? What the hell is that ready? from? Goodwill Hunting, you fucking Beantown idiots. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we Bean go. Town. Beantown, baby. Beantown. Beantown. Oh, <laughs> amateur hour. Come on. So bad. Oh, Celtic Pride didn't help with the Beantown. Oh, that's oh, that, right? that is the worst uh, movie. Beantown, baby. Beantown. You, you idiots can't even pronounce Celtic right. <laughs> Celtic. Okay. <laughs> the Boston oh, Celtics. All right, so we ready? We ready to end this pain? All right, so please for ten points for the growing up cobras here. I was once pre- presented an award by Mel Gibson. <laughs> the KKK? What is this? <laughs> All right. So this is a is a person or an organization? <laughs> or a person? Yeah, that, like I said. <laughs> Well, Gene knows Trump. Yeah. Ah. Well, didn't he just salute him at the friggin' uh, thing? So maybe there is a connection there. <laughs> so Mel Gibson presents an award to this person. Yes. 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 All right. All right. I'm saying. I'm it's saying Trump. Next. It is Trump because Gene was on his show. All right. Next. So next. In 1989, I tried to help Liza Minnelli break into mainstream pop. Uh, it didn't work too well. Yeah, it sounds like the answer is Gene Simmons, but that's way too obvious. Yeah, yeah that, that definitely sounds. Uh, could it be right. more? Could it could it have been more obvious than when one of the answers was Kiss? <laughs> yeah. Well, right. And, I and think, stayed away. From you know that, what? But... I think this is going to be. What, yeah, this is going to be a Kiss member because the fact can't that lose, right? Why not just say Gene no. Simmons right now? We we can just do that right now. But I'm just saying, like a pony's in there, like. I'm so clever with with the whole th- early thing with the kiss stuff like that like that whole thing. I'm gonna put in another. That's it because I want to guess one too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's give it. What do you yeah. say, guys? Just say Gene Simmons. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna win anyway. Why not? If we're wrong, we give these guys a chance. Stephen, you guys already won. You don't have to look at right. the phone anymore. Oh, they're probably right. So, Gene Simmons is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. 35 to 3. And it's a bottom of the eighth at home <laughs> grand slam to finish Dude. the contest. Dude, See? that is throwing a Hail Mary in the fourth quarter when you're up by 50. That's yep. right. <laughs> which, which got the, it, the other team walks it, off him, the field. Give them Tom, 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 that is 100% okay if you're playing the Cowboys or the Packers. No. It's okay. pretty much a, a go-to move. So, yeah. And then you get the whole... They were what we thought they were. Exactly. That yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. The so the rest of the clues. What's the damage? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, please. So for eight, it would have been the song "Haunted House," released in '64, meant a lot to me. Seven was I was Why? the twist champion in my junior high school two years in a row. <laughs> it was a great way, way to meet girls. Six was I was an assistant to the editor at Vogue for a while because I've been described as an excellent typist. Five was I started a couple of bands that failed. Amongst them were links and missing links. We spelled links two different ways. Four, one twenty-two eighty-nine and seven seven ninety-two are very important days of my life. I released albums in both those years too. By the way, those were the years Nick and Sophie were born. I had a uh, three was I had a record deal with Epic Records that seemed like it was forever to get, and then told him fuck off when I walked away from it. Sounds bad, but I have no regrets. That was the whole Wicked Lester thing. For two, I was in a movie called Extract. Uh, Jason uh, Bateman oh, and Ben movie. Affleck was also in the movie. And then one was I speak four languages pretty well. Technically, it's four and a half. And by the way, uh, the the 64 thing, Rockabilly Jumping Gene Simmons released it, and that's where he got his stage oh, name okay. as a tribute to him. Okay. And the award was... Oh, no, that's the not... Hu- there is no truth to that. That came from Gene. So no, uh, the award was humanitarian <laughs> award for the support of mending kids international. Now I know that Jumba Jean Simmons yeah, thing the is human fund. Yeah. Yeah, the human fund. Hey, what, what was the Mel Gibson uh, award that, that he yeah, got? the, the humanitarian award for the support of mending kids international. Dude, there's oh, no sorry. way yeah. Mel Gibson gave Gene Simmons <laughs> an award. Come on. Back There's then, no maybe he way. Back yeah, then, before you, you got to remember, date and time is a is yeah. an important factor here. Uh, I think before I think, knew he hated Jews. Like wow. yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I think Gene would be the poster child of who he hates. Yeah, Gene always wow. is good buddies with horrible people before they, we know they're horrible. So that's true. Paul Stanley. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. What's the final so, death total? 35 to 3. Oh, they- 35 to 3. 35 no, to 3. Nail-biter. It's like a friggin' Buffalo Bill Super Bowl. God damn wow. it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. Oh, hey, you know what, though, Sonny? I will say this. I, I know. I, I don't care. The, these clues, even though we didn't get a lot, at least they were fun. <laughs> they were engaging. We, we yeah. could discuss them and have fun with them. This, yep. this, was, this was well done. Thank you, Sonny. We <clears> lost. <throat> we sucked. But <laughs> I had a hey, I had a great time. It thank was, you, it was you three up top. You guys kicked our ass. Thank you. Yeah, just very, very challenging. Uh, I, I, however, your mind works is how your mind works. But I, ha- <laughs> I do have to say, but what you thought was earlier, your whole thing was, I put Kiss in here. They'll never, they'll never guess if I put him in, in the last yep. question. And remember, too. I shuffled you. them, so uh, yeah. I didn't know oh, what okay. was going to come up. Right. Okay. So, I didn't know that part. We, you could have been shuffling a stack of blank sheets of paper for all I don't trust. <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. It seems. It seems yeah. that was the flow. Yeah. Either way. Logical. <laughs> Great clues. 
Well, it does seem like that was kind of set up to be that way, but Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, for us, we thought that you guys would probably make a good team. We know that you guys are friends up top growing up rock and, uh, obviously, uh, Cobras and fire. So we were happy to get you guys on. We get to finally meet LC. So for me, I had fun. We got our ass kicked as usual, Tom. And, uh, all good. (laughs) This was very reminiscent of the Sinzak beatdown. Yeah, but that wasn't fun though. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was just that, that was, was brutal. That was just a, an ass whipping. Th- this this was a fun <laughs> ass whipping because the questions were fun. We had a good and he time. was way too quiet and nice. He's like, "Yep, I'm kicking their ass." Yep. These he guys, didn't bring up Bean Town one time. Yeah, these guys serious. up here were the same way, except for one he, asshole. He, he, but he thought it was like the other two fine. Yeah, and Stephen fell asleep half the time, and he still got two big answers right. <laughs> Back no, quarterback. He was, he was, he was the Google, and they won 35 to 3. He was I, the Google search engine. I think better with my head down. What can <laughs> I tell LC, you? You have a little bit more of a calming effect I on the rest of them. better when I'm calming them down Google. before they would rush them, throw out answers. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hold on, hold on. Let's think this through. But, but Zeus, and Tom, Zeus and Tom, um, I just want to give you guys a compliment too because uh, I have never done this before, but I have to say, I listened to your breakdown. I listened to your show a lot. Thank I you. listened to your breakdown of the Kiss biography. Yeah, uh, you know, part one and two. I never watched it, and then I watched it, and I enjoyed your commentary more than the actual. <laughs> the thing. Tom, what do we was, say about our our episode? It, it's longer than the documentary it, itself. It, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna watch this. I can visualize. I know all this bullshit and stuff. Yep. Like that. And it was it was fun hearing the breakdown and stuff like that. Plus the oh, other awesome. episodes. So thanks thanks for inviting me on. Absolutely, no, thank you. It was great to finally meet you. We listen to Cobras and Fire all the time too. So it was uh We've met every. We've spent a lot of time with everybody oh, here. Oh, there's one other the part to time, it. So yeah, but there's one other part too. What? What? They're also now uh, Pantheon brothers. Yes, <gasps> that's right. So that's right. right. Yes, so this we, we first, get uh, apparently. Apparently, everybody is Pantheon brothers. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, there, there's an opening there. I'm sure for you if you want to get your fucking ugly mug over there. Bring I tell in. you what. There's nothing more proud than when I, I hit play and I hear an advertisement for JC Penny on the beginning of my show now. <laughs> there you go. That's how you know you've made it big. Well, Damn straight. Then you're lucky you get JC Penny in front of yours. You hear half the shit we get in front of ours. I want, no control. I want, I want Luz to, to, to wrap that up, though. JC Penny, a largely only Midwest store. Per me. Yes. But anyway, that progressive insurance, you got butt. Also, we still don't have manscaping oh, yeah. uh, products advertised that. on yeah, uh, like grown like up, up rock. Got manscaping. So what only hell? because your balls deserve the best. <laughs> that's what that's what I've heard. <laughs> Pull out my manscape for you guys. We can do that's going to be the next. Oh, live boy, that'll be the next. Go. That'll be the next live stream. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank the, you. The, the, this this was a blast. Baco, LC, oh, oh, thank before you, you do that, before you do that. We'll, before we'll I start, say thank you. We'll, we'll go. Yeah, before we say thank you, we'll start with the senior member of the group, uh, the guy in the middle there, the handsome bastard. Stephen, tell us about your uh, pimp out your show. Growing up, rock podcast. Uh, everywhere you find podcasts. I mean, my co-hosts up there, Sonny Pooney and I, we uh, we have fun doing uh, themed episodes and uh, interviews. Hard rock and metal, pretty much. So come on over, check us out at Growing Up Rock dot com awesome Baco, lc yeah. tell us about cobras and fire i'm gonna defer to lc wrap it up here buddy yeah sure so cobras and fire is 
<laughs> you threw me on that. Basically, uh, Cobras and Fire is a rock and uh, sometimes comedy uh, uh, talk show where we just make fun of what we love from from everything from classic rock to, to new bands. And also Baco uh, interviews uh, everybody, including Ron Keel and uh, and uh, and Michael Sweet multiple times. But yes, he, he, he we have interviews from from, from Kiss members. Everything will be at Rock and Pod. It's just uh, we don't take things too seriously, and we just have a and and hopefully you discover some possibly uh, new bands as a result. Listen to the awesome. show. Yep. Yeah, Great I just show. gotta I gotta throw out one thing though. You you and never mind. I I can't listen oh, to you guys. Sorry, go over, yeah, never that mind. too. Oh, that episode. I love that episode. I know you do because they're fucking negative on it. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, oh, that. Oh, you mean the final one. Very- I thought we were actually very positive on it. You think so? I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no shit. You weren't. <laughs> well, it I sucks. Was, well, for, he he actually liked it a little more than I did, but I was like, I I have so much respect for what that record did. It, yeah. I, I went out of my way to say not my cup of tea as like, it's okay that I don't like it, but you cannot deny what that album did. You know so. how what a rare it is to have someone that, can appreciate grunge on this show so we're enjoying this i enjoy this little Fair enough. five yeah. second worth of grunge talk here so yeah. my hat can we get rid of the eagles love too now no nope. that's days. oh i got i got steven here too he'll give you some more eagles love too uh, i love eagles greatest hits one and two <laughs> well so they, they have some us- more songs but that's okay the fact that i have I know, some grunge I- fans and eagles fan i'm pumped all Mix right, it sonny, up. Tell everybody else where they can see your beautiful face and wonderful voice. Uh, Grown Up Rock, obviously. We talked about that a little bit. And then Podcast Rock City, we're live uh, every Sunday, 5 p.m. Um, and then we release it on uh, wherever you can get your local podcasts. We do the, right. this game show thing. We do it on Grown Up Rock, too. But we obviously open up the bands. We rarely talk about Kiss on that podcast because there's enough podcasts talking about Kiss already. Oh, yeah. No, Murph. no shit. Murph, Murph, wake, no Murph wake shit. People, where can people find you, Murph? Nowhere. 917. I just, I, just, I, just watch, I just watch and listen to the live streams and the podcast. Wonderful. I'm, just a, I'm just a fluffer of the group. Then nice. they can find Murph cuddling up to that uh, body pillow he calls his wife, listening to Three <laughs> Sides of the Coin. <laughs> oh, hey, I just met you, and that was the best cheap shot I got. Sorry, that's, that's right. Oh, you guys are the best. So, Murph, babe, what'd you do today? Well, we talked about White Knight, babe. Let's watch White Knight. <laughs> White Knight. Say you, say me. That's it. That's Beautiful. it. Guys, uh, thank you so much. This boys, was a blast. Sonny, thank you for the questions and for all the effort. Steven, Elsie, Baco, Murph, Zeus, wonderful time. Tons of fun. Thank you, guys. Next time, thank it's you. a live stream. Thanks, guys. Yes. Thanks for having all us. Right, boys. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Another huge uh, Shout It Out Loud cast. Ass kicking. <laughs> Thank you. We, we, are the Det- we are the Detroit Lions of podcast games. Yeah. We get our ass kicked in these games. Yep. I, I don't know. It was fun. I think the questions were a little bit better this time. Sonny, not too many numbers. Yep. Uh, but it's all meant for fun. It, it gets uh, sometimes a little chaotic with so many of us. And we're all podcasters. So it's not like uh, we don't like to talk. One of us likes to talk a little more than others. But um, (laughs) 
I thought this was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hanging out with the guys and uh, I hope we can do it again with them next year. Oh yeah. It was a blast. I mean, again, kudos to Sonny for coming up with some fun, creative questions. And the thing I liked about this version of kiss clues is that the, the questions we had, it kind of gave us the ability to kind of have some discussions about it instead of just like pass, pass, next, next. It was like, all right, let's talk about this. You know, now again, we didn't get a lot of points. We didn't get a lot of answers. Correct. But it made it made it fun. Um, everybody had their own opinions, their own jokes. Everybody kind of shitting on each other and just having a good time. It was a lot of fun. Again, a, a crazy time, but that's going to happen. You got you got a seven people together, a bunch of podcasters who love to fight over the microphone. Uh, but we we can't thank those guys enough. Steven and Loose Cannon and Baco, uh, Murph, of course, and, and Sonny for being the host and coming up with the great questions. Uh, just just a, a fun time. Yeah. Well, that being said. We're on to this. Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com. And for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. All right. So the question this week is, I've been sitting on this one for a while. This comes from longtime listener, friend of the show, Sean Hammond. So we kind of, I did think we did this recently. It's a question that we probably have addressed in one way, shape or form, maybe in the past, but the show is growing and it's probably something that we really haven't covered a lot. So, you know, we kind of like to revisit certain things generally speaking, just to kind of give our audience kind of a, a perspective that maybe they didn't hear before. And this question is simply this. If Kiss did not do the reunion when they did and put the makeup back on, would they still be around today? So if they recorded Carnival of Souls and just kept going on that trajectory, no reunion, no makeup, no nothing. Where are they? Are they here in 2021? Where are they? Yeah, um, they're on the cruise called the Monsters of Rock cruise, and we'd probably go along with him because that's the only people we'd rock and pay money to go on a cruise to instead of Alice <laughs> Cooper it'd be Kiss headlining. I think you're right. The Monsters, th- that's what they'd be. They would think have a Kiss cruise. They'd be a headliner on Monsters of Rock cruise. Yeah, I agree. I think. Th- but here's the thing that I think would be awesome. I think they'd still be putting out new music. I think they would be making records. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I think, and I think the only people that would buy them would be me, you and Steve Wright and Sonny. And <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. But I think we would be, I think kiss would be a very, very niche type band. Like you said, they would fit on monsters of rock and they would be up there with those bands that Tesla and winger and night ranger. And that would be fucking great. I, 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 I do think they would be around. I do think they would be around, but I think they would be on the, on that level, which is, and, and I don't think we're trying to say that as an insult, but they wouldn't be doing world tours, headlining and selling out arenas or, you know, 75% capacity arenas. I, I think they'd still be around. Uh, we, we've said this a lot of times before in the past, our buddy Jericho hated the reunion. He hated that they put the makeup back on. He wanted them to keep going where they were because they had just done revenge and carnival of souls. And uh, and everybody loves Bruce Kulick and Eric Singer. And that 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 incarnation of the lineup was putting out some killer hard rock. So it's a nice fantasy to think of. You know, some people like what they're doing now. 
some people are sick of it because they are a complete nostalgia act. But um, it's an interesting question, and Kiss fans always like to say what if. So, But, uh, Sean, thank you for the question. Thank you for being a, a fan of the show. We appreciate that very much, buddy. Thanks, Sean. So, Tom, where can people find us? All right. So our email, best place to reach out to us. We say it every week. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please email us uh, questions, comments, opinions, thoughts, whatever. Uh, We say this every week. We read every single email. We try to read all of them on the air. Sometimes that doesn't happen, but we read every one between the two of us. Uh, And then we get the the, uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, we always tell you to check us out on there, interact with us on there. You can send us DMs on all of those platforms as well. If you're not the kind that likes uh, a public audience there with your comments, that's cool too. Uh, And we mentioned it earlier in the show too about our Patreon. Uh, Check us out on patreon.com or the app. Take a look around, see what you like. If you're interested, join the family. It's great stuff. Uh, And of course, we're part of the wonderful Pantheon podcast network of shows. Tons of great shows, including Cobras and Fire, uh, Loose Cannon and Baco. They're part of the uh, the great Pantheon family. So that was nice to have a little Pantheon crossover with them. We told Uh, our our buddies at Grown Up Rock, come join the family. Absolutely. Jump on board. Come on in. And uh, and our good uh, good buddy Ed from Click T Shop, Click with a K. Uh, he's amazing. His shop is great. He designed our awesome show logo and has that great Kiss inspired gear on his website. Tons of stuff, not just T shirts. You know, coffee mugs and uh, towels, pillows, great stuff. Ed's a friend of the show, so check him out, please. Yeah, we you know speaking of Pantheon, you you know before we there was uh, Martin Popoff who's been on our show, who's fucking awesome, just the a best. legend. Yep. Just a legend. But since then, you know, we've talked to friends that are now on there. Yep. So you got uh, Jay from the Hook Rocks is now on there. He's our buddy. Uh, you got Mike Shuve, who does the Long May You Run. You've got uh, Mistress Carrie, a fucking Boston legend yep. that's on there. You've got Decibel Geek. Uh, they're on there now. Uh, yep. And uh, you got Cobras and Fire that are now on there. So uh, Pantheon, great little family we got going there. So thank you for that. Um, Tom mentioned to DM us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're accepting of that. We're not one of these uh, podcast people that are going to tell you, oh, you know, leave us alone. No we DMs. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No DMs. We're not hot chicks. You know, <laughs> we're just telling you, go ahead. You can DM us. Uh, we always want you to subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> channel. That's been growing a lot and we love the feedback there so youtube is a great way to find us and uh, to start uh you know become a, sub- a subscriber to us on there it always helps whether you listen to it on youtube or regular podcast subscribe to us uh give us one of those five star <laughs> child reviews on uh itunes which are always very helpful to us uh they move Absolutely. us up the food chain they get us in front of more people more eyes and it's uh very beneficial to us and we really really appreciate it and you get a a, a nice little shout out from us when you do so so uh i'm gonna read one now we just got one and nice. this one is from paul Hyder. And Paul, I always I, I always feel bad if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, I know you've commented with us before, and we really appreciate you doing this. Uh, it's titled, You Wanted the Best Kiss Podcast. All right. He gave us five stars on iTunes. It goes like this. You got the best Kiss Podcast right here. 
Seriously, this is a great place to find some good back and forth on all things Kiss from the band's tumultuous history, the different eras of the band with and without makeup and the current state of affairs of past and present members. There are album and video reviews, guests and you. Yes, you, the fans. Uh, This is a place for you to express your feelings and opinions about Kiss. Hosts, Tom and Zeus are double platinum funny, irreverent, opinionated, educated, and heartfelt in breaking it all down for you and inviting you to share in their passion for Kiss. Hell, they even do impressions. (laughs) Check it out and join in. See if it doesn't rekindle a flame for what was once your hottest band in the land or start a new fire for a band that has remained alive since before you were born. That is a fucking awesome review, and it's greatly appreciated, Paul. Thank you so much for doing so. And, you know, anybody, once again, if you do that, you're going to get a shout out like that. Uh, Hopefully it's as good as Paul. And, Paul, thank you. Absolutely. That's amazing, Paul. Thank you so much for those kind words. And of course, for taking the time out of your day to put that review together. We appreciate that very much. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, Tom, before we get to famous last words, I do want to add one little quick thing, a little point of personal privilege here. We talk about the feedback a lot. We love getting your feedback, everybody. It is getting to the point where the feedback is getting a little overwhelming, which is a great problem to have. So, you know, if we don't get to your comment this week or we don't get to your email or something like that, doesn't mean we didn't read it. Doesn't mean we didn't appreciate it. It just means uh, before we get our stupid comments from our curmudgeon friends uh, about how long our episodes are, you know, we got to cut it down because honestly, it's getting way, way overwhelming for us. And that's a great problem to have. Yeah, agreed. It, it's it's a nice it's a nice problem to have. It's the kind of problem that I'm glad we have. Uh, but like Zeus said, we are probably going to start taking a little bit more editorial privilege with uh, what we do with our feedback. And it doesn't mean that we're not reading it and we're not appreciating every single word that you guys send, both publicly and privately. Uh, but we just wanted to make that clear moving forward that we love the feedback and we appreciate every word of it, uh, regardless of where it comes from. Yeah, so keep the feedback coming, and we really appreciate it. And, uh, Tom, let's uh, now go over to Famous Last Words. What do you got? I'm someone you can't fight. I'm plain in size. You can't believe your eyes. What you heard were not lies. All righty. Um, all right, demon. (laughs) All right. Pain has got its reason. You find it pleasing. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Wow. Wow. Readings from Louis Armstrong. That's like me trying to do the demon voice. I, I fucking overshoot it in, and get into Louis Armstrong. Whoa. <laughs> what a wonderful world. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Well, oh boy. Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, Piss Cakes, everybody, thank you. Guys, thank you so much, especially Stephen Michael, Loose Cannon, and Baco from Cobras and Fire, Murph, 
Sonny, the host, and of course, my partner in crime here, Zeus, and all you guys out there. We love you. We love you guys are the best. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.